You're listening to Much About Nothing. Hey guys, this is Bon. What's going on? It's Diane. And we have uh, two guests today, two really close friends of mine, Kendall Henderson. Kendall here. And Greg Jackson. What's up, guys? I mean, I wanted to, I've been wanting to bring them on for a while. We actually talked about a podcast a year and a half ago about uh, black and, we, we wanted to call it black and yellow, right? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Talk about when we were at uh, black and yellow, nice. dinner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, and then... Not, uh, not black gold? It wasn't black gold? No, no, no. We, black and yellow? It, was, it was black and yellow. That's what Kendall wanted to call it. Oh, that was good. I like it. Only black and Asians oh. on the on the show. It was a great idea, actually. Whoa. But uh, Wait, Bon, I just realized I've almost known you for three years now. Has it been three years? Almost. I mean, okay, so... Wait, wait, no, no, it is three years. Yeah. Longer, no, four. I feel like it's four. Four? four? Uh, no, it would have uh, been three. It's three he, got, he got here three years ago. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. Okay, so I met, I met these two guys via work, and from there, we just kind of started hanging out. It's like when you meet someone and you know, you feel like you've known them forever. That's how it felt when I met them. And I've always wanted to have them on this show, because obviously our conversations in real life are hopefully very similar to what's going to be on this episode. And I hope they're going to be a recurring guest. But anyway, uh, Kendall's a art director, career director, designer. Greg is a fashion designer, menswear. Does does that does that sum you up, right, Greg? Um, and I'm a modern day samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why samurai? Um, that's a good question. I just like swords and shit. And like, yeah. I mean Wait. that that kind of le- like. Excuse the curse. Do, do you like anime? Love anime. Have you watched? Afro, have you ever watched Afro Samurai? Yeah. Oh yeah, shit's great. That so like, Samurai Champloo was mine. Yeah, I didn't really uh, yeah. like. Same guy who made a uh, Cowboy Bebop. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah, that soundtrack. He's the man. That too. Yeah. In my top three of favorite anime all the time. Afro Samurai. No, no, no. Samurai uh, Champloo and Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Cowboy Bebop is my all time. All time. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Not even close. Yeah. yeah. Kendo, you like anime? Obviously, yeah, do. Of course. I have a theory that all black dudes, that all black dudes. Uh huh. We listening? From, I guess it's probably a generational thing, but all black dudes like anime. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I love, I love. Secretly. Dude, I mean, here's the thing. I've been to Comic Con maybe three or four times, and I always call it out. I count how many black Gokus there are. <laughs> I literally will count how many black, and it's amazing because it's like that transcends so far and it's like yo it's it's cool but i love it they're all like when all the black gokus come together for a group photo and they all like <laughs> like power mm, up right. together i love it are you sure no. they're all goku no gohans <laughs> only, only goku, <laughs> <laughs> only goku? all right so yeah. check this out from the age of 13 to 18 i used to go to anime convention every summer oh yeah yeah, I yeah, was amazing. I, I never went to Comic Con. I feel like I should have gone. I missed out on something. I mean, you should you should definitely go because I to be honest, Comic Con. I it's mean, not happen again. No, nah, let's go. No, nah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> let's let's go. Like I actually find it one of the most inspiring things to be honest because you actually can see some of the artists there, some of the manga creators. But the thing is, it's not even Comic Con. Comic Con is more of the commercial ones. There's ones that are like Atucon. 
yeah, that yeah, are yeah. like insane deep, deep cuts. That's the one I'm gonna go to. That's like it's like insane because you get like the raw and gritty like weirdest. Yeah, weirdos. but like you know what's crazy <laughs> is like at Autocon, like after nine, you know how they do previews of like first oh, episodes yeah, 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 and everything. Right, right. At Autocon, they'll be like, hey, we have a new hentai series. Oh, yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Love hentai. <laughs> that, like, kickstarted my puberty. Not even, not even joking. <laughs> Yo, real talk. I have yeah. not ventured back in yeah. a while. Damn, I should re-look re, re at some hentai. Dude, yeah, and yeah. it's it's insane because at Autocon, they get the exclusives. And people are like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to see what the story is. I <laughs> no, but like, there's like synopsis. It's like crazy, and you're just like, it's kind of interesting to see and be a part of it, and like, see where it's all about, right? The directors are there to give commentary, yeah. on the panels and shit. You know, <laughs> artists signing like autographs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wild, 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 wild. But yeah. I mean, like, you guys have been watching anime since what? You kids, right? Just, just like us. Since yeah. I was like five. Oh damn! Probably, yeah. 10 for me i mean when were you introduced because i know kind of you're from alabama yeah. you're from dc yeah yeah like where where was like with a car tsunami it was tsunami sure. right that yeah. was like the the kind of the gateway of yeah. anime gundam yep dragon ball z no but uh there was this i can't remember the uh like the channel it feels like usa and it would show dragon ball z but it was all subtitles back then this was right. before tsunami Oh, they, they, with Japanese yeah. audio. Wow, that's yep. pretty. That's pretty uh, hardcore. Yep. Yeah, Greg's even. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, so in there even further. <laughs> is it better than the American dub, than the English uh, English dub? See, I was like so young, and, and my yeah. father, he was the one like watching it, so I didn't really get into it until yeah. Toonami picked it up. But I remember I would like sit up and watch it. Your dad so was good. your dad was into anime. That's crazy. <laughs> this is why I'm into anime right now. That's wow. crazy. Yep. That is crazy. Yep. I mean, for me, my my that proves my theory. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes back further than that, though, because he was super into martial arts, so he got me into martial arts. So we will that watch like thing. kung fu, like movies, like all day, every day. It's like Five Deadly Venoms. I don't know if you guys seen that. Like old Jackie Chan, old yeah. Jackie movies, oh, yeah. old Bruce Lee movies, and then that slowly transitioned into like anime. So we would go to Blockbuster and buy like anime like movies like ninja scroll huh fatal like fatal fairy uh tekken like tekken made an anime right right right. the video game which wait i'm not sure which one is that our connection is that that the asian black connection is that the solidarity is that (laughs) romeo must die is that where that (laughs) see but but he didn't get to kiss romeo must die he didn't get to kiss Aaliyah. why doesn't he get to bang Aaliyah at the end because they do this little bitch ass hug and then the movie ends because they did the test they did the audience the screen test test, and they said they don't want an asian the audience did not like because so bruce lee actually kissed her in one like a like a gently gently wow oh shit (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right no it's fine Uh, gently so gently kissed her in one of the other alternate everyone's like nah audience didn't like it they didn't didn't like it but like that shit used to happen in like black films Mm. sorry Mm. not black films but films earlier when black co-stars were like you know, engaging right, right, with right. white women, they would also have to do weird like looks and like hugs. Right, 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 right. Because like it's the same shit. That's what I'm saying. It's our connection. Wait, oh. did you guys watch the Thirty for Thirty on on Bruce Lee? I did not actually. That's really good because it actually speaks about that. Interesting. How like when they had like an Asian hero, he was never allowed to kiss the 
the star. Right. The star. In, in Hollywood, American Hollywood. Exactly, yeah. So he's a hero, but he's essentially like, sexually, he's like a eunuch. Exactly. He has no taking balls, right? Okay. But like, Pretty much. Um, like kung fu movies in the 80s or early, late 70s, early 80s, where that was like the bridge between Hollywood and like. Yeah, I, basically. Am I crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I no, no, no. No, no, you're like right. Rumble yeah. in the Bronx. Yeah. That was a big right. deal. <laughs> that was I was the like, bridge oh, between shit. fucking like Hollywood and like Hong Kong films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, John look, you look, even before that, you look at Tarantino referencing Bruce Lee at Hollywood. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. He was. Given, I need to watch that thirty thirty episode, but like I feel so like good. Bruce, so like, relevant. he was able to get light on it a little bit, you know, whatever extent that was. But you're right, there is that bridge, you know, because I watched um, that Netflix series called I think it's called Hollywood. It's just, it's a fictional story. I mean, I guess it's not partially fictional. It's like a series that they made. That's the one about the the like gas station. That's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like a true story. I it's think. like it's partially true, right? Partially true, or like based on real act, some act, real actors and actresses. Yeah, but it's like funny because they do talk about like race and like how some certain people like cannot like they specifically talk about the Asian actress that cannot get the lead role or win, and then the black actress that cannot play a main role, you know. And I think it was like really interesting because it was true, in a sense of like like you said like you have to you have to talk in a southern accent. Yeah. You have to talk in a Chinese accent, like Asian right. accent, you know? To pull pull that card. Or yeah, you have to pull reason. that card. But, you know, I think that uh, back to your kung fu and, like, karate, there is something about it. Like, you watch those old Jackie Chan movies and, like, all these, like, films where, like, Bruce Lee. Who, who, where, what was the film with Bruce Lee and, uh, um, what's his name? The basketball player? Uh, Game of Death. Game of Death. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. So they were actually homies. I didn't know that either. Yeah, they were trained together, no? I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, they were friends. They were trained together. Oh, shit. That's why. <laughs> I, I so also forgot about that. Also, that, that movie was actually filmed before Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He actually stopped at midway to go film Enter the Dragon. Interesting. Oh, shit. I mean, how do you guys feel about Bruce Lee? He's a god. Because he married a white girl. No, another connection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, good like, for him. Good for him. Right? I mean, yeah. anyone who's like a um, fuck. Why is the word slipping my mind? Um, a person who's like foresees something. Mm -hmm. Like is a prophet. No. Icon. I don't know. Trailblazer. I'll come back okay but um anyone who like you know is on the on the come up or the onset of something new and fresh mm -hmm. love that of course of course that's what we should be doing if we're creative we have any sort of like creative bone should be the the goal mm -hmm. is to like be something mm. new mm. like he definitely set the way for like your jet Lee's and your who's a dude who played in ong block uh tony, tony john ja. tony john kung fu movies period like like real martial art yeah. movies, period. He set the Jason Staten. I mean, he's white, but yeah, like, he loves it. Jason Statham. But then there's like, there's also like the like there's John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ken was like quarter Chinese, right? Really? Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that his, doesn't count. His grandmother's like Chinese. Count. Yeah. <laughs> quarter, uh, come on, that's when we stop. You stop. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, okay, you guys, growing up where you were, were you guys? Did you guys stick out because you liked anime? Were you guys in terms of like? 
kind of keep it under. I kept it under wraps. I don't know about you. Why I, though? Because it's it felt nerdy. It felt weird. Like it felt like the thing that you get made fun I, yeah, of. I guess and, like, back then it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't like you wouldn't really say it. I get I get that. Yeah. You know, because when I would watch Dragon Ball Z or any anime, people would be like, "You watch that stuff?" Yeah. And I'm right. like, "What's wrong with it?" It also came on at like eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to get roasted for it all the time, so yeah. I just wouldn't tell anybody. Like. I just kept it all to myself. It's kind of nice to think about it, right? How that culture has grown and like you watch YouTubers, Twitch streamers, and they just embrace it. They're like, yeah, I fucking watch it. The you do you. Like, oh, it's all good. Yeah. That's weird though. I like, I feel, I feel odd about that because there was something about having to like hold it close to the chest that made, that made it something more. Like a just, secret or just like you, you're in this community that, that you acknowledged each other. Yeah. It's like kind of when you, you, you like, when you find out somebody that you're homies with is like into it, you're like, Oh shit. Like we're tight. Like we're, so we're on a different a, level here because it was closer to the chest. Now it's like, it feels like everything is a show off thing. So you're like, Oh right, yeah, like right. anime. It's my cool, like nuance. I see. <laughs> I see. No, out of here. Like, <laughs> but dude, I think this is why you would like Otukon or even Comic-Con even, even more. Yeah. It's like, there's this weird, com- not weird, but it's a camaraderie. It's an acceptance. And it's like, cool. Like you, understand certain things that i get or yeah. just in that general feeling especially yeah. out, out con, no it's yeah, like no it's true but you know what that like makes me think is like when when did that transition happen from like it being like the nerdy thing to oh we can actually talk about this like i'm not sure when i was like you know what? pokemon like definitely. <laughs> was it pokemon? Yeah, yeah. i still felt weird about pokemon oh yeah, oh, I definitely. yeah. yo i used to carry my pokemon cards to school and yeah. no one knew right. <laughs> yeah but like remember when that yeah we would have been app, such good yeah. friends <laughs> the app came out i was like that was like a summer. Everybody was outside trying to catch. You're up. talking about the the Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it. Oh, you didn't get it? Because I was like, oh. what? Yeah, I, was I had it. But it was like a huge mm. thing. Like for a yeah. month, it was like everybody was doing it. For a month. <laughs> it was. Yeah, right? It had a it rebirth it was. for it like big. another yeah, month. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Ninten- Nintendo stocks flew up and then Nintendo was like, actually, we don't actually own this. And then it dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, check this out. I... Back in my Nike days, I would go out on my lunch break and play Pokemon Go for like 15, Yo, 20 minutes. Amazing. Did you, did you, did you, did you, we used to do other shit, but like we used to play foosball. Where you're like, lunch. where's Greg? Yeah. And Greg's like, in the <laughs> Nike field, like, <laughs> <laughs> probably. I believe it. Get, did you like, did you drive? No, you didn't drive. No, I didn't drive. Yeah. I'm gonna say, if you went off campus, this is another, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you okay, so you never shared with anyone, but again, did you find anyone within like the black community that, that you're like, yo, you, you watch anime too? You, you, was it like, I feel like it didn't happen until college. Yeah. I mean, I had a few friends, but like after, after high school, like I stopped, stopped really talking to those guys and it was really just me. So yeah, to your point, it wasn't until college. And then really outside of college, and I was like, oh, there's more people like me. Yeah. Mm. But then at one point, I realized that I started to, I guess, change more compared to your typical black anime watcher, where I feel like dudes would get, like, super, super nerdy. And I was like, yeah, I'm into it. I gotta move to Japan. (laughs) But, like, I wasn't the kid running down, you know, the hallway with my arms, you know. Quite (laughs) nerdy. I wasn't that guy. Like... <laughs> he does it now, though. Down the yeah. sidewalk. <laughs> yes, yes. Makes if you, you see run me faster. play soccer. I definitely run like that. I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> it a couple times. If you score a goal, it definitely happens. <laughs> oh, shit. Run a full lap. But no, it's like I feel like um, after college, 
we, I mean, uh, again, like we go into art school after high school. So that's Meet kind up, of yeah. where we get into this moment where it's like, oh, it's kind of okay to like have a right, right. influence or some sort of like nuance. Like there it is. Some sort of like niche or nuance that you kind of pull reference from. Right. Uh, I don't know about you. Is that, I mean, I was, I started out graphic design, but I like wanted to be an illustrator. Oh shit. And that came from seeing anime, seeing you know, animation. Dang. Well, I guess like before I was trying to be like a cartoonist and that was before I realized I could get a job doing fashion and footwear. Mm -hmm. But I would say, yeah, anime definitely influenced the whole cartoonist part. But I feel like now, well, in school, I kind of lost the anime as a, as an inspiration, but I feel like now more in my adult life, quote unquote, I like, uh, always go back to it now of course like i mean when i look at your work you know i mean tell me if i'm wrong but i see like influences of like akira ghost in the shell there's like references there that maybe subconsciously is there for you no yeah. like it's true like i always want to at least with the stuff that i do is like bring people in this like fantasy anime world because mm -hmm. i feel like i just think about it 24 7 like you know anybody like knows me i wish i was like a superhero i wish i was uh, like an actual anime character right. sometimes. So it definitely influences all of that. So I mean, I think it's like, I do believe in this. It's like this like camaraderie between Asians and blacks, you know? And I think that there is this kind of connection that we share and like support each other in. I mean, right now, I think the past few months have been kind of insane for for us, you know? And I think that it first started with like, the COVID and it's like fuck the Chinese, fuck the Asians, and then it the George Floyd, <laughs> then George Floyd, <laughs> and it's like one of those things that like it. I felt like there's this separation, right? I, I, to be honest, like I felt like there's this like like this race race wars that was happening, and I was like, why why is everything becoming so divided? You know, but in reality, it's like we're much closer than. We know. I mean, I feel like on an individual level, we're we've always been able to find closeness with whoever and whomever. But, but specifically, I, I Asians and Blacks, no? Don't yeah, you no. feel like there's something special about that? I mean, I feel like that was all. What I always think is like things are already there. Right. They just erupt. They come to a point of eruption. And they right? come back down, or is it just like? I mean, I guess things have to. Right. Of course. If it erupts. It has to come back down. But I, I do think that this this bond, quote unquote. Mm -hmm was always there like this conversation about <clears throat> the similarities of of oppression mm -hmm. it's, it's been like under the surface so um i think this divide that's happening between like fuck it white america and everyone else right. who's here every other american has always been here it's mm -hmm. just bubbling and bubbling and now it's kind of maybe it hasn't even all of all come all the way like it hasn't erupted all, all the right. way it could maybe get worse but I do think it's, it's, we're just seeing a manifestation of something that's already been there. The right, bonds, right, the, right. the divide, all of it's already been there. It's just there. amplified in a yeah, sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like, how have you guys been feeling through these two, three Pissed. months? Of course. Pissed. Yeah, it's, it's been sad, man. Um, and I also started to realize, I feel like everybody started kind of comparing all the, bad stuff that they went through through life and history and i feel like it ended up being like a competition like the oppression olympics yeah 
No, no, it's true. Coin that shit. I love that. That's really good. No, no, yeah. It is basically like that. Gold medal goes to black people descended from slaves. Yeah, it's like our race went through all this and it's like, no, our race did all. And it's just. And the Jews are like, um, excuse me, well, everybody's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, enough about the Holocaust, okay? We all watched Schindler's List. God, (laughs) shut up. Just watch that. And then people are like, we're the Native Americans. Like, oh, we forgot to invite them. Ah, yeah, ah, fuck them. Yeah, ah, fuck them. Whatever. We don't. Yeah, they don't need to. We forgot to invite yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But you, I feel like you're right because there is this like, like, um, this outpour of like, this is my story. This is my story. But I have to say, the one thing I really love is the outpour of white guilt. Oh my god. Oh so my god. It's like cringe. It's cringy. I'm it's like so delicious. I love it. Fucking it's Michael Jackson popcorn gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's cringy, but at the same time, like, yeah, go through it, you know, fuck it, go through it, right? But it's like also where you know, quote unquote, like the allies or the I'm I'm gonna say performative allies, you know what I'm saying? Posturing, bro, fuck that, you know. And I'm just like, just shut the fuck up, yeah, just shut the fuck up, you know. Yeah, I call them. uh, I like the grievance merchant. Yes. Yeah. So they sell. They're like their businesses and buying and like selling grief. Yeah, outrage. Seen a lot yeah, of companies like, do that lately. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like Nike was the f- they like they did the whole like Colin Kaepernick sponsorship, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, people still busted out Nike shoes and they stole Air Jordans anyway during like some of the riots. It's like they don't really help Nike at all. I feel like no, it's like <laughs> yeah, we're like oh, it's a Nike store. Let's not. I mean, let's leave it alone. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I mean, when it comes to that shit, it's like, that would have yeah. been hilarious. They were like, yeah, right? Nope. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, Don't oh, touch this one. Oh, they're, Nike's an ally. Yeah. Let's not, they, you know, Colin Kaepernick's on a billboard. Yeah. Let's, like, no, they just fucking stole a shit. Right, like, like, people yeah. didn't care. Yeah. I mean, well, the truth is, is like, at the end of the day, that just becomes a, almost a casualty. Right? Yeah, of course. The sto- like, stores, properties, like, uh, merchandise, yeah. like, what? Like, and it, it's it, like, it means nothing. It means really. nothing. It shows you that the ads don't really fucking mean anything. Don't mean anything because of the fact that it's performative. It's like, here's the thing. How many times did people, companies, brands come out with something that was performative? All of it was so performative because you know what? They're like, they just want to save their own ass. Mm -hmm. They just want to save their own ass and be like, how can we like uh, ensure sales in uh, 2021, you know? That's PR. That's the job of PR, right? And now I think that it came to a point where it was like, Everyone was like apologizing. I'm so sorry for this. I'm like, yo, that doesn't really do anything. Like a simple apology, a public statement doesn't do shit, you know? Well, that's what was really frustrating about the initial George Floyd response was that everyone was like, take to Instagram and make a statement. Yeah. I don't care about your fucking statement. Like, like what are you doing? What, what's that? What's the next actions? Right? right. What's the next actions? Also, what were your actions before this? Nothing. Nothing. Let's right? put a black square. Or you were, or you were Amy Cooper, a silent racist. Like, yeah, you know, that's more prominent than we think, than most people think. I, I think. No, no, yeah, you're right. Majority, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, even within like the Asian community, there is this like, there's this racism absolutely. in it, you know? And I think that oh, dude, it goes, it goes, Asians, it goes, Asians are so racist. It's like, it so goes, racist, it goes yeah. both ways. I feel like there is, you know, racism within the black, you know, and that's a thing. But I feel like those are so amplified in the past two months that it was like, making people forget that back to my point that there is this close connection between the two communities and it was kind of amplified in media and like social media posts where it's kind of trying to take it apart and i think i took it very personally because like i was just like nah like this is like one incident 
You know what I'm saying? And it was like broadcasted over and over. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's fine. You're talking about the, the Asian cop? That was like the Asian cop, you know, people, racist attacks yeah. against like Asians and then Asians against uh, racism against blacks. You know, it's like there's this thing that I was just like, OK, these are these incidents. Right. Right. Without context. Without context. And it was just like amplified, pushed left and right. And I was like, OK, fine, let's move past this. Let's like figure that out. But how do we then what what's the bigger picture? You right. know what I'm saying? What's how do we change it? You know? Because for for me, from personal like Asian perspective, I feel like it's a lot of the older generation, you know, of yeah. like oh, yeah. perception of like blacks, Hispanics, you know. I mean, that, the one the ones the, like the boat people. Yeah. I think they're super they're super racist. It's they're true. Super it's true, racist though. against anybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. But then it's like it's like you see from my perspective, a lot of the younger Asian community is actually trying to make change and trying to explain to their parents or whoever it is like what it is because in asian communities it's really hard for them to talk about like dude chinese people don't even say i love you you know what i'm saying they don't actually say i love you it's a weird cultural thing but i think there is change like out of all this there is change you know Mm -hmm. i kind of disagree with you bon i think on paper asians asian americans and black americans should be allies like we should be but i think in reality it's much more the, the situation, like, day-to-day, I think it's much more complex and not as ideal as it is on paper. But why is it complex? I think it's because um, Asians... I don't, I, I don't want to say... I don't want to say... I don't know. Let's I don't, go. I, Let's yeah, go. I don't want to say... <laughs> I don't want to say, like, a self-hating, like, Asians want to become white, but they want that... All the privileges of whiteness. Do you know what I mean? They want that. They want to own real estate. They want money. They want to go to the good colleges. You know, they want all the nice things that America has to offer. So that are offered to white people. That are offered to white people. And honestly, a major part of that is to have the credentials and to look good to get hired and accepted by white people, right? But don't you feel like that's part of our culture, or is that was that just? Imp- that's my question. I think. I think. I mean, the. Re- I mean, honestly, the main. Re- the main reason a lot of people, like a lot of Asians that came to the United States where they were already like well-educated and they had some kind of right. like capital to work with is like, I want to come to America so I can make a, lot, make a lot of fucking money and I don't want a goddamn communist coming in and taking away my money. Right. right. They're just like, I don't want, I want a lot of land. Still I want fo- a lot of money. So right. some form of oppression yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that led to the idea of like that want, but it, it also prepared, I guess it prepared the, 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 those, the first people who came over because of that reason. Yeah to be ready to do what it was to look like it you were supposed to look so that right. you could yeah, get yeah. right so the system placed in already right. exactly so that's what that's my point it's like yes on paper yeah, on but paper. also do you don't you think that culturally like yeah. in the asian culture it's always about face it's yeah. always about face but also like to Kendall's point like really deep into it is like our parents immigrated here under that system quote unquote that was made by white people or do you not even see that it's like what do, you, what do you mean the made by the, the system made by white people like, like the, the immigration quotas so or the Chinese exclusion acts? Sort of, sort of like communism. The like the idea that you couldn't have like it was about uh, the community quote unquote. That's the the narrative. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, it was just saying like you can't have your own. Right. Right. That immediately leads to the the ex- the opposite extreme, which is like, oh, America's offering this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Right. Right. And then whatever they got, like whatever we got to do to like make it work over there, we're gonna do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 
I mean, does that make sense? It's like yeah, that, no, like that makes sense. Like there's that a makes system. Sense. They yeah, went yeah. into a system that was already built. Right. So it was, right. But but the thing is, I, like, I think like but the thing that like they came in, they it. came in the '60s. Like in the '60s, the, all the immigration quotas were removed. So then that was like right in the middle of civil rights movement. But I think. Honestly, I think a lot of the Asians that came over, I'm, I'm talking about like Confucian Asians. I don't know about like Cambodians or Hmong. I'm talking about mm. like the Confucian sphere. I mm. think they're, they really don't give a, they don't really care that much about like civil rights or, you know, like the history, hist the entire history of like slavery right. from 16. I think that's a whole, that generation yeah. though. Yeah. I think the younger generation. Younger generation. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. Because we grew up here. We were born here. Yeah. But the old generation, they're like, black people, like, I, I didn't no, no. enslave anybody. Like, why Why yeah. should I no, care? No, no, yeah. But it's so funny that you guys bring that up, not to bring up the whole 30, 30 for 30 on Bruce Lee again. <laughs> but uh, they had an interesting part when they were like, back then, you know, like, Asians were so obedient, quote unquote, right? That's mm -hmm. why. Submissive, like, like, docile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they were all like, how come black people can't like, like be like that? You know, black right. people were always compared to the, uh, to just, just like the Asian guy, you know, like, how can we? be as like submissive you know and that was such like an interesting concept that wow yeah. that i got from that like we were always compared to like the asian but person. do you feel like it was like compared because of the fact that they wanted us to be compared so they like try to take the conversation away from them yeah mm -hmm. right you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like yeah i just think just the white man wanted everybody to be as submissive as obedient you know i yeah. think that was like the main thing at least that's what i got do you guys see me that. as Obedient. Submissive, it's submissive, docile. Like, yeah. Do you like me? I'm docile. <laughs> Greg, you like me docile? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean that. That's why. Isn't that? Isn't that like the? <laughs> I'm joking. The sexual. Yeah, that's why. What is like the like white white, white dudes? Yeah, like when they love, go to Thailand, love banging Asian girls. Yeah, because yeah. Short, the shorter the better. Yeah, the shorter the better. <laughs> like the the, the the pussy's crooked, so it's just like you know what I mean. Something new. It's, it's like it turns left or something. No, no, dude. Dude, I don't know. Dude, I'm not gonna like go into like weird stereotypes, but like I, honestly, that's part of the reason. Like. When I talked about like uh, Asians wanting to become white, it's obviously an exaggeration. No, no, it's, it's, it's obviously an exaggeration, but I think there's some kernel of truth in it, and I think that explains why we're seeing so many white dudes or Asian girls couples, right? Oh yes, explain the explain, white, explain yeah. this this past, yeah, this uh, whole year. dude. I, I walk outside in in Brooklyn, like I see at least like four or five Asian guy, and they're all all kind of look the same. But I think they the, all look a little similar most important thing about that is like the yeah. type of white dude yeah and the type and of the type, type of, of asian girl, girl. yeah is yeah always the same this yeah, is, yeah. Or not always it's I like a white guy always, no, didn't, always didn't we want to do oh no, no the photo no sorry <laughs> but it's like the white white guy is like can't get like a white girl so he's like i'm gonna go for an asian girl yeah. and then the and he's kind of like goofy weird looking yeah and, and then like, they have a hobby together he's, like, like, he's got like mossy teeth or something, or something yeah like that, and then the girl is kind of, as an asian dude like Work those out. asian girls are not that attractive you know what i mean but for that but to that white guy apparently she's like very cute or something yeah, right it's yeah the, like the like yeah, yeah. Shit. I'm not saying this for all couples. Maybe there's a cool, sexy white guy, Asian girl couple out there. But I'm saying there's a certain dynamic in play, and it's repeating itself over and over again in like the larger popular culture. Right? I I feel yeah. like people love to like look away from stereotypes. Yeah, I'm like, like yo, oh, okay, dude, that's a white girl, an Asian guy, and another white girl, Asian guy. It's mad, and people are like, it's yo, why? Mad. Yeah, why Don't are you say that? Really? Yeah, that's a, that's yo, why are you so obsessed about race? I'm like, I'm not obsessed. Just pointing it out. If there was like a purple <laughs> cloud. I'm like, oh look, shit, a purple cloud, <laughs> right? 
And if I saw a bunch and everyone of, else, else yeah, the same thing. If I saw a dozen black guys with Indian girls, I'm like, oh shit, that's <laughs> cool. Happening. Yeah, something, <laughs> something's going something's on. Something's going on. Right? Fill me in. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the African Indian continental plates, you know, they smash together and now the Himalayas are next to Kenya. I don't know. What the fuck's going on, guys? Right. There's gotta be some yeah, weird but then butterfly I, effect yeah. going on. That's but then I'm, like, to this shit, I'm right? like upset I'm like race obsessed. I'm like, I'm like a, you know, I'm like, no, no, I'm just saying observing. Yeah. So my 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 goal is to like I have to marry and divorce a Jewish girl. Right? Okay, just to fulfill the prophecy. I have to I have to bring balance to the force. You know what I mean? Just so to, uh, to get that matrix. Yeah, shit. Hannah Hannah Shoshana, wherever you are, I'm, I'm I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. It's okay. We don't have to sign a prenup. It's all do good. Ever, do you ever feel like I? Because I feel like I get this a lot too. Where I'm just like I'm. I get this like oh you like argumentative like yeah. whatever. I'm yeah. like. I actually feel like I'm just trying to like understand yeah, the information yeah, that's right. presented to me. Exactly. It's like there's 10,000 years of human history. Yeah. I was born in 1989. Right. Like I'm trying to catch myself up to like everything that's happening. Something right? has led me to believe exactly. and behave like, the way I believe. Right. And, and behave. And we're all of us, everybody in this room, we're not supposed to be on the West Coast, on the East Coast of the United States. We're technically not supposed to be here, right? For like thousands of years, we were all of our ancestors lived way like oceans apart. Me and for some reason, yeah, for some reason, we're all here, right? And there's a specific, there's like causalities, yes. right? I mean, like the tiny gears of fate led to certain things that led to decisions that led us to here, right? And I want to understand it. Exactly. And if it leads to like weird looks and uncomfortable, whatever, silences, I don't give a fuck. As long as I get to like a deeper understanding of like hmm. where I am. Right. Like I, like I care yeah. about that more than just like, why do you care so much about like mind your own business, other people's other people's relationship? Okay. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So but also like, how do you move forward if you don't have that yeah. conversation? Yeah, it's, a, it's also the thing is it's like can we? I want to I want to segue into this cancel culture thing and basically left and right basically saying you can't say this or if you don't say this then you're wrong. If you and I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh. And I feel like that's the the craziest thing because now you're implementing what you want to hear. Just mm -hmm. for the sake of, you know what I'm saying? And you're it's like, you're sculpting the, exactly. the environment. Yeah. And I think that's like, I'm like, how did we get to this? Like Kevin, again, I bring this up when Kevin Hart said it, he goes, it's so crazy that people can just cancel you because they don't like it. Yeah. And it's like, and he's like, I'm a comedian and people want to cancel me because a joke. And I'm like, damn, that is crazy. You know? I'm over cancel culture. Dude. Never was into it. Yeah, same. Never made sense. It never made sense. But I feel like it is a lot of younger, maybe maybe just me being older. It's, it's the like, internet, dude. It's not younger. It's, it's like, like people read headlines and they're like, I'm going to cancel this. And I'm like, okay. Well, why? it's like we've lost, we've removed context. I go off on this all the time. Like social media has made us see things in a millisecond, mm -hmm. two seconds, whatever. And we, miss all the context of everything else that's beyond that or be Dude. behind it. So headlines, all of this internet culture leads to the idea of like, oh, I see this article that says I'm not supposed to eat this, well, so I just don't eat it. But it's like, well, what's, what's the context? Who's the person who wrote it? Like, what's their diet like? So what's their body like? What's their BMI? I mean, all these things matter. Three, three episodes ago, I was called out and I got, I got, uh, Diane corrected me because I was just like, yo, why are we spending so much with the NYPD, blah, blah, blah. And basically I got my, the article I read was, was twisted a little bit where I didn't really look into it. I read it, but I didn't look at the sources and everything where Diane was like, look at the budget, look at New York state's budget. 
He's like, yes, NYPD's getting six six billion dollars. Six cut. billion, right? Uh, it was I, like a billion dollar cut from a six billion dollar budget. And I was just yeah. like, yeah, that's crazy. We should put it more towards education. Like it's crazy, blah blah blah. And the graph that was shown was basically at the starting. It was it was very skewed. NBC skewed it because twenty seven billion. Uh, no, it was like twenty four billion was the education budget. Education budget, and six already. billion is the NYPD budget. But they're taking an additional one billion off, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I was wrong." Because the graph they showed me was they didn't really show the education budget, right? And I was like, "Whoa, that whoa, context whoa. is huge." That, yeah. And 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 like it, I had to reset literally live. I literally had to like reset. I'm like, "Whoa, I need to like look into, that. Look into this and see mm-hmm. where I got this wrong." And I'm like, "If even me." Looking into it, getting it wrong, it's crazy how things can be so skewed. And that's how we got to cancel culture. Yeah. Because yeah. we've removed context that's necessary. Uh, context is almost super and important. And now, yeah. if you see an article, you see a graph, you see a you know headline, a post, mm-hmm. it's like, that's truth. Yeah. yeah. You got you to gotta go to the source, like, actually look at... But people have to be... Yeah. People have lost the, the desire, the need... Of intelligence? The, the, <laughs> of intelligence, but to find the source. The context, subtlety. We don't, we don't you know need I mean? it anymore. Yeah. Like, I can pass by, like, a tweet and be like, cool, now I know everything about, you know, Justin Bieber's life. You know, can, 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 I, <laughs> right? can I bring up one experience? This was last summer. I remember this. Video. I still have a video of it, actually, where we were, we left Kinfolk. We are getting <laughs> bodega sandwiches, and this white girl <laughs> ran up to us. She started dancing in front of us. She was wasted. Do you have this video? Remember she fell down? Can you send this video around? Yeah, of course. Okay. Remember? Remember? Yeah, she fell down. Vividly. <laughs> and, and then I left. But the next day I get a text message saying, yo, guess what happened? So this white girl basically was drunk around us, her and her friend dancing around. Well, so, well, okay. Her, her and her friend approach us. Approach right? us. And they're like, trying. one of them is starting to dance on Mike. Yep. My yes. Like bleep his name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and... And the friend is like, oh, ha, 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 huh, we, we got to bring her home. Like, we uh, just moved here to Williamsburg, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, whatever. Oh, uh, the dangerous, like, consequence-free white girl. Right, yes. right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. The one that got Emmett, Emmett Till killed. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. It's like the, pro- it's like the prototype. Wow. <laughs> no, that yeah, is yeah. going to be, yeah, they're going to the hate that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, the moment, the moment a single thing doesn't go their way, they they start, like, they call their, they call the cops, Dude, they call their dad. Okay, okay, they call we don't even dad. know the story. You don't even know the story yet. spelling it out, bro. It's crazy. Exactly. I'm I'm guilty as everybody else. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only human guys I'm only human <laughs> so basically I leave yeah. so supposedly that girl that was trying to bring her home her drunk friend comes back well, well this is what happened so like the, the dancing girl sorry the friend is like cool okay she's dancing she's fine I'm gonna go in and get something from the bodega she yeah. goes in her friend is like still dancing and then she snaps and she just runs away she runs oh yeah, yeah 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 she, she runs, runs down the street, down the street. Yeah. Bond's gone by this point right Yes. She comes back out. She's like, oh my God, where'd my friend go? I'm like, oh, she went that way. And then she like goes that way. Then, oh no, then Bond leaves. Then I leave. Because yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. the run happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smart so Asian always, always leaves. <laughs> <laughs> before, before, there, before there's trouble. Before the communists confiscate his property. Yeah. <laughs> no, continue, continue. So then Bond leaves. This girl comes, one of the friend comes back, yeah. not the wasted one. Yep. And she just comes back. like Straight kinda, to Kendall. Kind of somber. She comes right up to me and she goes, hey, so my friend lost her phone. So if you have it, just give it back. Nothing will happen. And I was like, 
excuse me? I was like, uh, at this point, Greg has his hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and you uh, forget one of our homegirls that was there. She was white too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she gets confronted as well. Well, after, oh, yeah, after, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I said, Hey, like your friend is wasted. We don't have her phone. She probably lost it at any other point in the night. Like we don't have it. Sorry. She goes over to Liz. Bleep her name. <laughs> Just the, the white girl that Liz was yeah, yeah, your, your homie, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Who was, you know, whatever. So- she wants solidarity. Yeah, she so wanted. she goes, hey, oh, yeah. hey, I just, I, I just, my friend lost her phone, okay? Like, can some, like, if you have it, just let us know. Like, just let me know. And, like, Liz is, like, trying to be very calm. She's like, you don't have your phone. Then Christy oh. freaks out. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, calls her a bitch. Is like, what are you doing? Like, nobody has your phone. Like, you're drunk. Leave. So then she gets kind of, she's very uncomfortable. Now and she starts to back away. Greg Liz, still has his hands up. <laughs> Greg doesn't say shit. He's on call to call. <laughs> and and then Liz again talks her down and she walks away and leaves. But yeah. Greg uh, calls his Uber. He's like, I gotta go home. Wait, what were you telling the story for? What you were just bringing that incident up? Were, was there a point you had? No, I just, just it's just like it. I just the the instantly like she went to you like yeah. you stole her phone. Of course. But I think it's really funny that like no, no, no. Dayun literally just said like he spelled exactly. it out verbatim, word for word, step by step, what was gonna happen. Yeah, and exactly. But that's but that's the consequence. That's the no one's holding her accountable. Yeah. She can do that. She could have called. The, she could have yeah. flagged the cops down then, and said that to them. There's no consequences for her. Cla- classic yeah. playbook. Classic white girl like right. an- antebellum white girl playbook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also like years and years of that kind of like that's privilege. Happened. Yeah, is going to get Just, to you. Yeah, You're yeah. gonna be that but way. Now, you know what now, I'm saying? Now, like, I'm bringing this situation because it was like such a funny incident, and also the video is amazing. I also remember Greg's reaction of just like, <laughs> yo, it's a good thing Liz was there. You know, when, <laughs> when the cops come like, to have a white girl talk to them on your behalf, oh my exactly. god, what a godsend! Just like shove up Liz up there. Yeah, yeah, but it's like one of those things. But to to my point is now back back to rounded back out. It's like this like. White girl, I'm an ally, and I'm gonna speak up and implement oh what I think. Below, right? So, so the thing that threw me off was just like, you know, they're coming out with this white guilt, and you're just like, uh, but she would have been the same person. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Who, who will be like post her her Instagram had a black square for sure. Right. And you know she's she's wrapping she she's wrapping in the club. Yeah. With like. Say nigga loud, screaming it. Yep, I love yeah. Ka- I love Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> that song, all right, is so good. Yo, those black, <laughs> yo, those black squares I wasn't down with. Like so, so, so many people I saw posted black squares, and then after that, it was silence. So, so I, so you know, I've been off IG for a minute. I jumped back on, and you know, I posted it. I took it down within five hours because Ari. She, she she gave me context and I was like, yeah, you're right. I did not know that, you know. So, yeah. Shout out Ari. Shout out Ari, you know. Yeah. And she was explaining to me and they're like, you know what? That's what I want to like hear that conversation of like, yo, this is what's up. Okay, yeah, for sure. But it's like Mike, like um, Michael Shea has a bit where he's like, uh, he's like talking. He makes some joke about some white lady saying nigger to him or something, mm-hmm. and he goes, he goes. Yeah, like she said that, like, and everybody's like, "Oh, she's a racist." Oh, he's like, "Ah, like, she was mad. She slipped up." Like, to be honest, like, if you're racist, you gotta earn that shit from me. 
You gotta earn it. Like, <laughs> you can't just say the, the N word once. You gotta wear like, like a, you gotta wear you gotta like fucking, a, yeah. earn that shit. So like, reality is like what he was getting at because it's a fucking joke. Everyone, it's a joke. Right. But what he's getting at is that you have to let people be wrong, and then correct them, and it right. can be okay. It's fine. It doesn't mean that they're over. That they're like not a person anymore. They were wrong. You can tell them what was is right, and then. That's when it's a big, that's when you, you really focus and look at it. If they reject them being wrong, then you have a problem, right? right? If they're accepting of their incorrect and they, they re course adjust, boom, done. So does that, does that apply? I mean, I think that applies for non-white people, but I'm going to hold it against a white person no matter what. I mean, for sure. I'm definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? What'd you say? <laughs> Meet me outside. <laughs> like, for example, like that, you saw that I'm video of like the, this, the CEO, really like that British CEO that called the family chinks and everything. He's like, you need to go back. Well, like you oh, fucking yeah. chinks. And then, and then like a company, amazing. Some like amazing. tech company or whatever. Right. And then like, it was like funny because it was a Filipino family. <laughs> and then, you ah, know, they're Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, the whole thing was like, it blew up because. He's like, oh, I was drunk. I apologize. I'm like, mm, I'm going to get you out, man. It's not going to get you out. I mean, yeah, no, I definitely like that's some embedded shit. Yeah, for sure. Like you're, that's your behavior for real. That's how you believe. That's what you think. Yeah. I mean, Balsaman, yo, let me, can I segue? Yeah, of course. Do I have a little bit. You, you, yeah, you no, have no. Every, this is, there's, you can do it whatever you want. Mm. So this shit caught me off guard a little bit because for the most part, the experience that I have on set with a photographer is with you. Right. Oh shit! So Did I do something wrong? No, no, no. So, <laughs> so I recently was like having a conversation with somebody. I like met this person. Later on, they told like I'm told they're they were a photographer, and I'm like, that person, like that person doesn't seem like they're like into anything aesthetically. Mm -hmm. They're not like they have no point of view. They don't seem like personable. They don't seem like they're able to connect with. Anyone, I feel right. like when when I saw when I see you shoot, your talent is in, the ability here is like being able to connect with the subject that you're shooting. Yeah. Period. Straight away, it doesn't matter who they are, where they're from. That like openness mm -hmm. was lacking in this dude, right? And I was blown away because I was like, I almost thought that that was a requirement. It is to be a photographer. Was I think, to be I think open to people and to like to like show it throughout your life. Right, mm -hmm. be that person, be that actual person, and then I was like, and I started thinking about it more and more when I was looking at a lot of photographers who have like, uh, you know, beautiful black portraits of mm -hmm. women, men, whoever it is, and I look at their like personal feed, and I'm like, but you don't like do this for real, right? You don't like have these people around you. You're just shooting them. Ah, uh, okay. So and I was like, oh shit. That is like purely the idea of what, um, well, sorry. My question to you is, have you noticed something like this? Does this frustrate you? Is this like not like- so Within the creative world. We're going within the photography fresh. world yeah. specifically. So I can go, okay, so real quick, Diane, you can hear this out. It might not make sense to you at all. But uh, so, wait on me. So from my, my background is I've assisted hip-hop photographers because i genuinely loved music i wanted to shoot an album cover i want to be 
I wanted to get the cover of Vibe. Like, this is me growing up with that, right? And that was back then. Now, currently, uh, within the creative world, it has been very separated. I've been only been getting called to be like, hey, you're an Asian photographer. We would love you to do a story based on Asian cultures with Asian models, right? And I'm like, I always say no, you know, unless it's something that's actually quite interesting or it's a subject matter that I'm like, I do care about, you know? Um, like Banana Mag, they hit me up a few times and I was like, mm, not, I'm not that interested. But then they're like, we want you to photograph Bo and Yang. And I'm like, of course, I love that dude. I'm down for that, you know? And then there's also jobs where I've lost because literally I've told because just because this person is a homie and they're like, hey, like, I'm going to be honest with you. You didn't get the job because you're not a person of color that fits an agenda. And he was like, he was like, basically, like, you're not black. And I was just like, oh, I mean, OK, you know, that's fine for now. But I don't want it to stick around where right now there's actually a lot of creatives, white, mostly white. Asian even and they shoot black subjects because it's on trend right and there is this like oh people want this companies want this but they're not related to it at all there's no like like I don't want to omit myself because I feel like I I grew up with a lot of hip-hop and assisted a lot of hip-hop photographers that being said I didn't work with a lot of photographers that were black shooting these hip-hop artists but I feel like there is a connection for me there you know absolutely but there are people that are just doing it because they're like, oh, I'm from London. I'm going to go to Nigeria and shoot some people. I'm like, what? That shit's real, though. That shit is happening. I mean, you do see it all over Instagram. I keep right. I've seen multiple photographers and I go through their work. I'm like, oh, they'll be shooting people of color. But then I go to their personal feed and it's like they're in Montana and Dude, they ride horses. The one I saw was like, uh, it was a wedding. I'm like, yo, this dude's got like mad fucking amazing portraits that I've re I recognize, right? And then I go and I look at this wedding photo and it's just a sea of white people. I'm like, what the fuck is going on so, here? So, like, so that's, that's the thing. It's like they, there's people that I want to work, right? And I need to be relevant. But, you know, so I really, there's people that I fucking love, like black photographers, black artists, photographing black subjects. It's amazing. But I also want to shoot people. I want to shoot everyone. I will yeah. always shoot everyone, right? But now I've, I have this uh, navigation of, well, I need to, like, it's like I have to, I can only shoot Asians or, like, I have to. Well, that's where the, like, that's what the brief is going to be, right? You know, and I'm like, that sucks because I'm so, you, me growing up in New York City, and even in my work, I've photographed so many types of people. And now for people to be like, no, we will, we're expecting this. I'm just like, but Why? Right. Right. Why? Right. You no, know? it's like if I want to have a white model with an Asian model with a Hispanic or black one, I want to do that. Why do I only have to shoot Asian subjects? subjects? Yeah. You know, and I, it's it's conflicting because right now I want to support my fellow black peers and artists, but at the same time I'm like I don't want to be uh, kind of shoved away for an agenda. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and it's it's hard because I told you this, Greg, there's times where I'm just like, yo, I'm not getting work because I'd lost this job because I'm not black. I mean, literally, I was told that. And what can I do? You know, I can't do anything other than like, I'm going to just keep making my work right. and support what's happening currently. This is the creative, right? And I feel like there was this kind of um, 
this in this creative field, specifically fashion, I cannot wait for it to implode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I I feel like I kind of lost it when people were like shitting on Virgil. They're like, he only donated three hundred dollars. I'm like, yo, like I you you're just attacking him. He's just trying to support right now, right? You you know about that incident? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you gotta look further through that. Like, at least he's using his platform, and he doesn't need to prove himself in terms of a monetary thing, right? Yeah, I thought that whole thing was crazy because he's put so many people of color on on, on the board, and he he himself has put. He is a black man at LVMH. That itself is one of the biggest achievements, and people like surpassed it instantly. They're like, well. He didn't. He only donated X amount. I'm like, yo, he's done so much, so much. I mean, it comes down to like, I mean, it comes down to conversations that right, like right, right. are happening that we don't know about. And it, it, Virgil is like, for sure, he's a, he's a representation. He's probably he's put on a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Arguably, could be doing more, but you could always argue that somebody could of be course. doing more. It's kind of unf- it's kind of unfortunate it, that that's what yeah, we do. That's today, exactly right? exactly. It's like no, like he's he's done quite a bit with a with a with a good intention. Yeah, so for me as a creative, like I think it's interesting for you growing up in an artist family because I feel like your dad doesn't know it, but your dad is a huge Asian artist, Diane, and it's like subconsciously it's a big influence, right? And I think for me. I never really thought about what my influence would be within an Asian community, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that I subconsciously have always pushed it away. And to that argument, it's like people have been like, oh, why aren't you wanting to shoot more Asians? You're you self-hating Asian? I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm just, why am I subjected to do this now? You know, I've always been supportive of it, but now I have to, clarify it you know what i'm saying Mm. i mean no see i'm always worried about that as well just me being like a black guy and say i'm doing a shoot and i don't have enough like black people in it i'm always worried that i'm going to get a lot of hate for it but like i have so many different types of friends different shades of colors and background that like i would hate to just have it i know this is a hot take whatever but you know just having like just black models i would want to have like all my homies in there because yeah. everybody's been so down for me and everybody's been so just like really genuinely like dope people that like i just wouldn't want that mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to pigeonhole myself for that i think i think for also everyone listening i think one key factor that that connects me greg and kendall is we all met via working with this brand called public school new york founded by dao yi and um max you know, and I think it's an Asian Asian designer and a black guy. And it's like in a weird way, I even though that was a part of history, I feel like subconsciously it was kind of amazing to connect in that level. Does that make sense? I mean, again, I think it's a manifestation. I think it's like the context of us meeting uh, was helpful because we're creatives and right. having to having to spend time together. But same time, like you as a person we knew we knew we were like connecting when right. we were having our first meeting right? yeah and then i was like when greg gets here i'm like he's coming in like he's gonna be the guy yeah. so it was like it's kind of being able to recognize and again going back to your point greg with 
um, like when you do creative projects, when you put something on social media, you have this over this like looming pressure mm. that's like, how do I represent? Right. Like, am I doing the right thing here? But I think your life does it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Your day to day does it. The people you actually do connect with does it. And that's what I was getting kind of frustrated with when I'm looking at these photographers and I'm like, your life doesn't represent what, what your it is, work, what your work does. Yeah. And that's really frustrating of because course. it shouldn't be this, like I'm seeking out, it's just uh, basically like I'm looking at the hash top 10 yeah, hashtags. And I'm yeah. going to do what I need to do to like get by. Right. Right. But you see right through it. The audience knows can see right through it. Right. Well, the smartest ones can, you know, I feel it's, nowadays, I think everyone should fucking step up and be that. Of course. Be the smarter fucking audience. But, I mean, here's the thing. Most people are idiots. I mean, they, they, you know, I know this is like totally out of your realm, but uh, what no, you, no, what's, no, what's your good. perspective on this? Like in like hearing this, like, well, it seems like the, the whole kind of like you don't want to be a pigeonholed into like a certain type of thing because you appreciate a lot of different mm-hmm. things. Um, maybe um, it's also like a matter of uh, experience and age. So right. you guys are all in your thirties, right? So your your careers are kind of getting in, into 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 a good good uh, movement. But uh, I like to think of it. It reminds me of um, what Bon, what you're talking about, like the whole. Like, I don't want to photogra- photograph just Asians. It reminds me of um, Ang Lee. Mm. So Ang Lee is, I think he's probably one of the greatest directors of all time. He's like, but when he first started out, he was like unemployed for a long time. But then he, st- the first three movies he made were just like involving Taiwanese people, Taiwanese crew. Then he made Crouching Tiger, which is like, you know, the biggest four movie ever in the United States. Right. But then he followed that up with Brokeback Mountain. And then he made Life of Pi. And then he made Gemini Man. Do you know what I mean? And he made... All these, like, he made a kung fu action movie, then he followed it up with the gay love story starring Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal and, yeah, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, the guy who played Joker, uh, uh, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger, yeah, in, in, in oh, Wyoming, right? right? And I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's an amazing, amazing movie. Like, all the jokes aside, Brokeback Mountain's fantastic. Subtle, beautiful, sweet, like, tragic. It's an amazing movie. And it was made by a guy from Taiwan. You know what I mean? That's insane. I actually didn't know Yeah, that. yeah, no, so... For me, Ang Lee is like this fascinating character. If you look at him, he looks Chinese. He's got a Taiwanese wife who's like a who's like a scientist. You know what I mean? And he's able to make these incredibly good, subtle movies that are that are like almost beautiful in a way. And the thing is, he only made he only started getting into his rhythm in like his fifties. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like in his entire youth, he had to just struggle, struggle, struggle. You know what I mean? To just even get a movie made. And even when he did make a movie, they're like, oh, it's that Taiwanese guy from Taiwan using, you know, making Taiwanese movies. But I think maybe what will vindicate your frustrations right now is if you just keep your eye on the prize and you just keep making mm-hmm. something that's like unarguably good, right? right. The, the good will eventually pile up right. and then it'll burst. And so and you'll, you'll kind of like start being able to control like the larger culture. In your own way, yeah. right? But I think initially every creative artist person, when they start out, it's like, oh, you're you're a Korean artist, or, like, or you're a sculptor, right? Or you're gonna, right? But then, like after, if you spend your whole life dedicated to some kind of like greater, like focus or like a like results, I think it just speaks for itself, and you can't, nobody can argue with you at all, like yeah. what you're capable of, right? Huge, yeah. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, no, you're 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 right. Yeah. I think that's like my goal. It's like I just want to make work that. For me, because I, it's I growing up, I would always take magazine tear sheets and inspiration, and yeah. like 
it inspired me. And if I was like, if I can make work where someone's like sees my work and like references it, just yeah. simply references it for me, I'm like, oh, I, I, f- I feel really like yeah good about that. I was like, if I can continue doing that in a bigger picture, like continually, great. Yeah. But you know, I think that like, for example, my Bond Duke. That's who I am, right? You know, my I use my middle name Duke just yeah. to just to appeal, be appealing more. Because if I use my Vietnamese last name, I subconsciously like nah. Bon, what is your Vietnamese last name? It's like ninety eight percent of every other Vietnamese. Is it N G or is it N G? It starts with N G. Okay, I nice. just found out. Yeah. The last name today. Yeah. <laughs> today? Yeah. I had no idea it was when. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, why are you doing that? <laughs> but yeah, Bon, so I think it's out. a very common uh, no, no, thing and, and for, for and young, young, young creatives. Yeah. And, and it's like, one of those things where I was just like, I told my agent, I was just like, you know what? I do want to subtly hint on, yes, I am Asian American. I'm an Asian creative. And back to Kellen's point, kind of capitalize on it in this time and day and age because so I should be now. like, you know, proud of it, but also I don't want to beat it over the head. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not you. Yeah, it's not. It's not you. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, I, fuck, when I like, um, f- some form, like census forms, that do you identify as, it's not a census form, it was uh, when I was establishing my company, mm-hmm. do you identify as a black owned company? No. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not doing that for capital right Right. it's not who i am i'm i'm just i'm trying to just be a company right i'm trying to just have like an entity it's like i want to be like it's like it's like the thing it's like you know hey like this is a great creative right let's say like they're like oh kendall kendall he is it's like saying oh kendall you are a great black creative director it's like why can't i just be a great creative director exactly so is it like bt kind of like Soul Train, like Channel Nine, just like <laughs> I, w- I want to be on ABC, I want to be on NBC, CBS. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean that has transcended though. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah, happened. Yeah, no, really. yeah. You know, it's like I honestly think like it may be frustrating now, but like you just gotta keep plugging away. You're right, I think. man. Yeah, you just gotta keep. Right yeah, don't be like ah, oh, just fucking. Cause like it's easy to get caught up though. Yeah, is, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Like yeah, the that's the thing. I think I think that's a social. The burning burning energy of youth. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a short fuse. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. See, like, I definitely used to be afraid to be known as like the black fashion designer because I was afraid I was going to put myself in this box and not be able to appeal to you know to right. like the world. But now I'm starting to like realize, and like you said, like just slightly capitalize like exactly. on that, you know, um, which has definitely been like a new, I guess, way of thinking for me. Now. We're, all, we're all politicians. You know, now. you know we're how all politicians. Dude, honestly, yeah, fuck. it's like one of those things. that's like right now, it's like I've seen creatives like responding to this thing, and it's like. Hey, buy my my poster, Asian Peril for Black Lives Matter, or something like that, right? And I'm just like, yes, I know you're donating all the money, but you just want to get your your hashtag, you want to get your your handle out there on your IG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like I don't. Yeah, that shit sounds good. You can fucking put it out. Like I got it. Sure, do it. But I'm like, okay, what? Back to what's the bigger what's picture? What's happening? What's like? What's how do we like then actually like what's after? You know? Yeah. Because to me, it's like I'm always gonna be working with you guys. It's like no matter what, you know? And it's like one of those things where I was just like, I'm going to contribute to things I really believe in, you know? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell me like you should work with this person because X, Y, Z, and it's, it's perfect for this agenda. It's like, no, oh, is their work yeah. actually good? Yeah. And it's just when like, we stop doing that. I don't know. Like, 
art 2005. Art <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you say 2005? Why did that number pop in your head? Uh, no, I just I just wanted to. I was gonna say 2008 when Obama got elected, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. I, I, I didn't want to be. Uh, 2005 you know, a good year for you? Yeah. To, uh, no, I think 1999 was my best year. Interesting. I like 1999. Yeah. yeah. No, like Y2K, nah. Yeah. yeah before was fun. Osama, <laughs> before Osama, before it was like we, we won the Cold War, Pokemon. True. I was like, kind of nothing great. was going on was, besides the good shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Bill Clinton was, you know, getting blown by Lewinsky. Which was like. Amazing. Yeah. You know, it's great. Mixed, mixed feelings across the board here. Yeah. But like, I was like, damn, that's. Dude, remember, like, remember, <laughs> remember last year we were talking about um, Michael Jackson yeah. and like how people were like, we're canceling Michael Jackson. And me and you were like, yo, he's still the king, man. I was like, yeah. good, he's the king. good luck. <laughs> I mean, it's like Chappelle said, right? Like, even if he did fuck those kids. I mean, it's Michael Jackson, man. It's, Jackson, it's fucking yeah. Billie Jean. Yo, moonwalking? Come on. No, I can't. I'm like, yeah, honestly, right? like, whatever. Yeah, it's Michael Jackson. He's the king. Yeah. That's yeah. like getting dunked on by Jordan. Yeah. Like, Have you watched that right. documentary? I mean, shit. It's not like. Getting molested by anyone is oh, not like yeah, getting yeah, dunked yeah. on by Jordan. I feel like I have to clarify everything. Yeah, <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> it's just a fucking joke. But have, you, have you seen? Have you seen? The Last the, Dance is yeah, incredible. It's amazing, amazing. But thirty for thirty for Bruce Lee. <laughs> okay, dude, that's much better. Look, I'm watching Brokeback Mountain and Thirty for Thirty for Bruce Lee Broke Mountain tonight. Yeah. So the the story was actually a, a fiction piece in the New Yorker, written by a white girl, and then Ang Lee uh, made into a, a Taiwanese guy made into a movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. What the fuck? It's got, you know, you know, he got like 10, 10 Oscar noms, and he was gonna win for best director, I think. But, but they weren't allowing. They gave it, it to Asian like people yet. They gave it to, <laughs> they gave it to the guy who made Crash or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like this thing where everybody was like, Ang Lee got fucking robbed. It was like Spike Lee should have been there and be like, Yo, that guy got robbed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what else Ang Lee also directed? One of the Incredible Hulks. Oh yeah, so the, the first, first one, the first one with Eric Bana. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was, yeah, it's bad. pretty bad. Eric Bana. Yeah, that yeah. one wasn't that was not the terrible. One. The one with Christopher no, uh, no. Uh, Edward Edward Norton, Norton was uh, terrible. Yeah. Incredible, was terrible. terrible. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. So Angley, he's kind of like he's Damn, be, he's, he's beyond that. Speaking, like, speaking, he's beyond speaking let's, let's, yeah, let's yeah. go back to Hollywood real quick, right? So we got the Asian directors and now black directors popping up, right? But then like I love how the Asian directors. Like, who's the guy that did the fucking Fast and Furious? I give it Justin to him. Justin Lin. Justin Lin. Yeah. Like, he was like you popping off. <laughs> I'm. I like movies. Yo, yeah. you know he has like a photographic memory. Yeah. He knows movie lines like crazy. Yeah, I'll, I won't do it this time, but next I'll time maybe. It. Yeah. Like Justin Lin went from Fast and Furious to what's his latest uh, Star Trek? Star Trek Beyond. And who yeah. did? Did he also do Crazy Rich Asians, or was that another? No, that was the guy who made Step Up. Oh, that's or, a uh, yeah, yeah. franchise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people, are, yo, then people are like, yo, why you, he made he may step up two, three, four. They're like, why are you so obsessed with dancing? He's like, I like dancing. I like movement. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Interesting. And he directed Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah. He's which, making the next Crazy Rich Asians, um, which, by the way, was a th- absolutely whelming movie. It wasn't overwhelming. No, it's like whatever. It was. Whelming. It was precisely whelming. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, but I people, think was that not. Was that kind of the like underlying intention? Yeah, like, yeah, for it yes. to just like land and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is a movie that I, you yeah, guys yeah, would yeah. normally watch. I think the, yeah, yeah. I think the point, the point was people were like, this is good for Asians. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, it that. served a purpose. It like made a point where it made money, right? Yeah. And I was just like, do it. Would I watch it again? No, right. But I remember in the theaters, I forgot what movie we were watching. But Greg came in late, 
and he's like laughing at the trailer for Crazy Rich Asians, and he's like, "Yo, it looks so stupid." And I was like, "You know, this is our Tyler Perry." <laughs> and then, and then Greg, and then, and then, and then Greg just stayed. He's like, "True that." He just stayed quiet. <laughs> Yo, but I'm, I'm glad. Is, I'm, uh, glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's Yo. just like it, it, came, it went out. It did well. Yeah. And let's move on. But that's right? the thing. Yeah, that's it's just like, let's like, keep going. Let's make, keep making more movies. But also keep making actor, more good movies. That actor came out of it. Not came out of it. He was already Harry Harry cheaper. Henry Golding or something. Yeah, yeah. The well, main, the main actor. Think about his performance in The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Wow. Uh, oh, he was like the kind of a weird gangster character, right? Too yeah. hot. Yeah. Too yeah. gangster. He's it like gave him like it was like. I was like, it's like what? What are you trying to do? I was like, I don't feel like he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Even his character, I didn't feel like he would mm-hmm. do that. And then, but I, I guess they were playing some like. Yeah. I mean, he's blown. He's blown up. He is blowing yeah. up, and like that's that's what happens when you. Fucking on. Right? He was uh yeah he was I mean who he was, do, he who was banging uh Kaylee Kelly Kelly C in the that Christmas movie last Christmas yeah she was like yeah yeah last Christmas <laughs> yeah yeah they're trying to some the powers that be they're trying to make him into some Asian American white nah, white superstar right. com. we need yeah, we need yeah, we need yeah, someone sure. else we yeah. need we need we don't need a Ken Jeong anymore mm. we need oh um one uh one guy I particularly enjoy is um Stephen Yuen. The oh, yeah, yeah, guy yeah. from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So in The Walking Dead, it was a for me. I was like, oh, it's pretty interesting because he he bangs the hot farmer's daughter, and they, I mean, and, and it's not like a they kiss and then it cuts to black. Yeah. Like they just start ripping each other's clothes off, yeah. like like they animals, wild sexy. animals. I yeah. was like, hell yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. TV sexy. Yeah, it was great. But now he's actually um, making movies. Like he was in uh, Sorry to Bother You by uh, yep. Boots Riley. He was pretty cool in that. Yo, that movie. Yeah, he made. He was in. He was in Burning. <laughs> It was an adaptation of a Murakami short story. It's uh, it's it was by the, I kind of kind he's of doing indie films. Yeah, he's doing yeah, indie yeah. films, but like really subtle, subtle indie films. You know what I mean? Like where the whole point isn't like I'm an Asian guy. Da da. Yeah, yeah. It's just like so it's, just, it's just a guy with problems. Right. Yeah, just a guy with problems trying to solve he's stuff out. He's just in good movies. Yeah, yeah, and it's right? like it's like, and he doesn't, and I like that he's not like. He's not like this. Like I'm an I'm a Korean American, and I'm gonna co- represent my community. He's just he's just like quietly it's, again, doing his work, back, making good movies. Back, back yeah. to my point, not beating it over the head. Exactly, exactly. Right, gotta just make good work. You gotta just gotta kind of be graceful. About it's like it. it's like yeah. when when people are like, we need more diversity in Hollywood. We need more Asian actors and actresses. And I was just like, yeah, but we don't have many good. Yeah, ones. I'm like, <laughs> we need good ones. Yeah, if they make good movies, I'll watch those movies. And if they need, make shitty movies, yeah. it's still a shitty movie. But we yeah? also need people to advocate for good movies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, advocate yeah. for good movies with people that being said, can be good. I love Donnie Yen, Donnie Yen and Ip Man one. <laughs> Oh, Yo, all of them. Bro. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think the first one is the best one. I no, no, the no, 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 no. It Man Three. It Man Three. Mike Tyson. Come I on. thought that shit was called uh, IP was... Man. <laughs> no lie. It's I called It too. Man. Yeah, it's yeah, Man. It's a. Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. He works. He, he... <laughs> Cancel me now. <laughs> <laughs> he works in the IT department. It's solving the internet addresses. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm IP Man. I'm here to solve your internet problem. <laughs> Yo, that fight scene when he takes on those ten dudes. 20 dudes, no? Oh, yeah. Was it Was it 20? I think it was like, no, it was 10 dudes. 10 dudes. And he's like, sup, girl. And he's like, uh, sup, girl. Right? And then the, all the 10 guys stand up. Yoosh. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Damn, you do have a photograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, do, 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 do,
with the yam, like, the, like the tears the, to your eyes. Uh, <laughs> because because glorious. they gave him all ten bags of rice, but he only took the bloody one yeah. that his his peer died for. Yeah, no, the, the like the yam. Oh, they took yeah, yeah, the yam. Yeah, that was a good. That's pretty good. It was a little over the top with the Chinese good, Japanese bad, which is you know classic Asian <laughs> Asian formula. But I enjoyed it very much. It was good. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, you do have a good memory. Thanks. It's crazy. You what just is, recited some like deep cuts. Oh yeah, yeah. Very interesting context. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall loved IP man. IP man. Oh yeah, it's all good. Dude. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all IP good. Man. Yeah. No, that. no, that's totally understandable. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's just like it's just like that's fine. Like that totally makes sense. They never totally makes sense. The they never said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the bang quotes now. Bang quotes. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. It's like. Stay in charge. Stay here. I'm in charge here. Do you feel in charge? Such a good line. Yeah. I've Such paid a you a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe this gives you power over me? <laughs> it's like, you're pure evil. I'm Gotham's reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Tom, Hard- dude, dude. Tom Hardy is the, uh, Gary Oldman's successor. I'm straight up. I'm declaring it right now. He's the new Gary Oldman. You, you know? think dog? This is your ally. <laughs> you nearly adopted the dark. Do you, do you? I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. <laughs> by then, it was nothing to me but blinding. <laughs> the darkness betrays you because it belongs to me. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, Do, do, do your Science of the Lambs uh, quote. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You know what you remind me of, Miss Darling? A rube, a well scrubbed, hustling rube. Some good nutrition's giving you some left of bone, but you're not more than one, poor gener- one generation away from poor white trash, aren't you, Miss Darling? And that accent you try so desperately to shed, pure West Virginia. Now your father, what was he? Was he a coal miner? Did he stink of a limb? I bet the boys found you early. All those awkward, sticky fumblings in the back seats of cars. Well, you can only dream of getting out, getting away, getting all the way to the FBI. <laughs> you see a lot, Doctor? Well, why don't you turn that high power perception on yourself? Hmm? See what you find. A census taker once tried to test me. I know, no, I, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Yeah. That movie is ama- amazing beginning to end. The script is, is really? beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, man, it is. Yeah. That was, in, that was engaging. Sorry, was like, yeah. That was good. Yo, let's get these keep going on. Yo. You use Avion skin cream. Theater? And you wear l'air de ton. But not today. What? Theater? Uh, well, his mom said he should be a comedian. <laughs> my mom, my mom's dream for me is just to like go go up on a stage and like make fun of people. You ever thought about doing it? Yeah, 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 sure. But I mean, I was, I wanted to try it, but then the pandemic hit. I actually okay. did. I was like, oh, this might be interesting. It might be fun. I'm like 30, yeah. hit 30. So I'm like, I'll try it. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Open mics. Open I, mics. I would yeah. do it too, but I feel like definitely not as engaging as that uh, yeah, yeah. no but i think like shit. because you guys know me and because um like the quotes like like we're like ready to hear my quotes you know what i mean but if you're just like a regular stranger audience who's like drinking and having a good time i like, think your deep cuts are, are hilarious what's though? this asian guy doing quoting no, weird i think, movies? I yeah? think oh, your okay. deep cuts are hilarious oh, okay, and your hot you. takes are fucking on right, you're right, coming right. up with like like isms for ah uh, okay, okay, like okay okay thank you thank you Prussian Olympics it. that's brilliant <laughs> yeah. you came up with that yeah that's a fucking brilliant no I mean I I I've I've heard like oppression and I've heard like hierarchy and like but I know I was like oh oppression Olympics and like black people are a gold medal 
um, you know, Jews are like silver, Mexicans, Native Americans, and the Native Americans are just like in the Special Olympics. Yeah. Like nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but gold in the Special. But Olympics. gold in the Special Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the Asians. The Asians. Uh, we're we're like in the in the back, like you know, uh, pumping the the steroids for the athletes because you know, we, we, we get we're getting paid either way, yeah. and I want to pay off my me, my yeah. med school loan. So you're yeah. just working the event. Yeah, it's fine <laughs> because it's, fine. it's like yo. Yeah, I'm paying a lot. It's fine. So, yeah, I compete. I put my body at risk. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think about Avatar: The Last Airbender? If you've seen it, oh, yeah, the film or the show? So yeah, the no, not that the film is doesn't that doesn't exist. M Night Shyamalan's <laughs> great director, great director, but uh, yeah, but so it's the funny because Nickelodeon show. I just re rewatched that series like two weeks ago. Um, animation amazing story amazing and it's dope because you know like when he first starts out if you guys know about the story right okay stuck in ice for 100 years he's back mm-hmm. airbender um it's funny because like he had to learn all these different like elements mm-hmm. but they show like the struggle mm-hmm. you know like all the struggle that he, that he had to go through to learn all that and i just thought it was fire because it wasn't like this dude that was just like a pro no pun intended. everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. no you know and just yeah, like the yeah. last last episode, like beautiful animation, mm. like it's crazy. Like I wish I was a Earthbender. Oh, and Toph, Toph Beifong is oh, my, my favorite. I love her. Yeah, it, the the show actually surprised me because it's like and it's like Nickelodeon, it's like two white dudes, and they they're they're just hijacking like Asian culture left and right. Fucking the elements, you know, the whole Buddha, the whole Tibetan Buddhism, the Dalai Lama being reborn, but they did it really well. Like really. Sp- the subtlety was on point. The animation was on point. It's like pock, it, pock. Yeah, it just it was just good. <laughs> like pock pock fish sauce wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. When something when something's just on, you can't argue that it's not that it's not good. That it's it's just good. Like it just overwhelms you, right? And you but just accept it. Yeah. It becomes a reference. At that yeah, point. It's yeah. It's not an yeah. agenda. Yeah. It's not a like. Yeah. That's and that's the stuff that I, I love. Everyone so, needs to watch that show. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's great. I'm gonna read. Uh, can't rewatch that. It's take a lot more, a lot, a lot more time. A lot of time. <laughs> Like twenty three minutes episode, you like mm. bang out of it's bite sized. It's like bite sized yeah. brownies. Um, yeah, but I remember when that came out, I was like, "Oh, Nickelodeon has anime now," and then I yeah. didn't didn't realize all this context. But yeah, oh, no, it's all it. good. It it's ended all good. there. I mean, there's always like for me, I I've always think like the more I learn about stuff and like try to make connections, like historically or you know currently or whatever, like it's only leads for me to more questions. Like it's only, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like a kind of a cliche of like, the more you learn, the more you don't know. But I always thought like, um, uh, Isaac Newton, he always had like a cool metaphor for he's like, people were like, you know, he discovered the laws of, of physics and like everything that governs the universe. But people asked him like, how'd you learn so much? Like how were you able to find all these things? And he's like, He's like, during my life, like when, every time I learned something, it only felt like I was walking on like a sandy beach, but I, I couldn't see the entire ocean of truth that lay behind me. And I always thought that was kind of nice. It's just like, it, even if you think you know a lot, it's just you're lo- looking at pebbles, but there's like this mm-hmm. huge, infinite sum of knowledge behind you that you don't even know it's there, yeah. right? And you, you, don't, you don't even know the, how to access it, right? right. Yeah. I think but, that's like, Again, where we connect, like I'm, uh, there's this, uh, this book that talks about trying to understand the world before you know what the world can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your, your lifetime is a blip 
on this planet. Yeah, yeah. And like there are behaviors and things that have come up from civilization that are like aging way right. past anything that you know. Yeah. And it's like to under to grasp that is like kind of changes the way you think about everything and kind of changes the way you interact with people because yeah. when you look at somebody do something, you're like, well, that came from somewhere. Right. Right. right? Whereas most people are like, oh yeah, well, like I want to do this because like oh, look at my Pinterest. I'm so I'm so different but like yeah. as i scroll through instagram and tinder and it's like you're it's the same as 17 other people that i right. just you know passed by right so interesting i you just gotta yeah just gotta try the try your best i'm i'm i when you guys say like you gotta like when you guys are talking about like you gotta like do something and like try to make you know do action you know what i mean take take some kind of consequential thing i'm actually i'm not that kind of person i'm more of a do no harm kind of person you know so if we went back in time and there were like dinosaurs everywhere, I wouldn't be the idiot who's like taking samples and like stomping all over the place. Mm -hmm. I would stay precisely exactly where I am, <laughs> so I don't disturb like the the causes of history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want to fuck anything up more than it's already fucked up, right? And I think a lot of people they're like in trying to help. I think they kind of make it a little worse. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like before you do take any big actions, just like try not to step on anything first. Yeah. yeah I don't know. That's my point of view. Cause I think it's easier for me to not hurt things than to really try to make things better. I always find. Right. Yeah. But in America, our culture is like, let's do it. Let's fix it. You know what I mean? Let's <laughs> win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause we have to like do something, right? They yeah. take action. Good year time. Yeah. So right. Exactly. Can, can you ask the, can you ask the, the do no harm, do no harm. Yeah. Do no harm. Yeah. Can you, I like um, you asked me this question yeah. a few times, you know, America is in this state of quote unquote peril or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. But There's, in the end, you still, people are like, I'm going to leave America. I'm like, no, you're not. No, America's, I, I like America. I like being American. Yeah. You guys? Some unarguable things about this place. Absolutely. You know, as much evil and just darkness that there's just in the world right now and literally in america when i go up just upstate lake george and whatnot and i'm on this lake is looking out looking at the clouds and the mountains like all right there's still some good left yo only so you get know. back into town yeah so i get back into town <laughs> and, then, and then a white girl comes to the store and you're like okay time to <laughs> you're like Hope she doesn't see me. <laughs> Only in America is where is where you can get into a or fight with uh, bouncers at a strip club, right? Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Only I in mean, America. Some those stories are crazy. That's true. You know, you know, Greg fought bouncers at a strip club. Really? Why? Straight up. Shout out South Carolina. Oh. But also, like, only you know, in what America, you could do. Can you like go to a strip club and like have chicken fingers and like right. have a, like steak a meal? Or instead of fighting, well, that's order. good. Instead of fighting, just uh, go home. And read a book. You oh, know? Just, you, know, <laughs> you know, like uh, don't, don't don't hurt anybody. Don't me, wait, don't so bother how, anybody. Yeah. Tell me how you would get there. Right? Like like tensions are building. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Arguments happening around right, you. Right, you don't right. understand. Oh, wait. Yeah. My brother, my friend. Yeah. I have to do something. Yeah. Right. Where do you? So my my thing my uh, kind of thing that I now I don't really worry about, but I think about sometimes. It's like, am I being too apathetic, too detached? From what's going on, you know what I mean? Okay. Like I saw the I saw the George Floyd video. It's fucking awful, right? But like, I'm I'm in my you know I'm in my underwear, you know, looking at my laptop. I'm like, shit. Like, what do I, what do I do about that? 
like, what can I do? Right. I'm like, obviously don't, you know, don't knee a black kid, you know, until it passes out. But like, other than that, like, I can't like, I'd, I'd, I've never, heard, I've never gone to a fight with anybody. He's never, right? I've never physical. gone to a fight. I've never gone to a physical altercation with anybody. I've never had anybody like scream at me for like being racist That's or like surprising. stealing or like lying <laughs> or anything. Yeah. I've only, uh, I've had, that's why in, I'm very lucky in that I've had a pretty, I don't want to say easy, but like pretty good life where I was just like, oh, I just wake up, watch my Saturday morning cartoons, go to school, do my homework, go to college, certify, out. certify your UI benefits. Yeah. Certify, get unemployment so, benefits, live in Japan. I mean, it was like my life's been pretty good so far. So you, you're, you're sort of saying that's, you're considering that apathy. Yeah, I'm considering it, it, like, even though that's how, like, I've, my lived experience being alive in this time, I'm, I'm completely willing to accept the fact that I always think, like, if there's a luckiest person in the world, then there has to be the unluckiest person in the world. You know what I mean? And I think I have, I really have very little, like, face-to-face, kind of, like, confrontation with something on the level of like what happened to George Floyd, right? So it's I, I, it's hard. Like I, my imagination, mm-hmm. my imaginary capacity to like think about what it's like to be in that situation, it's very limited. It's very, yeah. I, I would say, it's very infantile. Super yeah. interesting. So yeah. like, so Chris, you met yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. You don't know Chris. Yeah. Friend of ours from LA. Um, we He was out here the other, month, the other week yeah. and we had a, an incident with a, police officer at the waterfront oh really where he kind of like bypassed a bunch of people came up to us and was like you can't drink on the Mm. on the waterfront and i'm like you just walk by like 17 people that are drinking right i saw you go to another group of people that were people of color uh light-skinned or latin something and you talk you talk to them but there's a group two white women right here drinking massive bottle of wine you walked with glasses you walked right by them didn't mm-hmm. say shit right chris didn't notice this so we end up getting like a massive argument like with a, the cop a realizing no 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 with me and chris ah. a realizing argument where he came to this conclusion where he didn't have enough experiences in life to deter, to make him think that that was something that was wrong right or that uh, this person right, was right, being right. prejudiced towards yeah. it so i look at you Greg, do you, what do you feel? Have you had like similar incidences? Cause I know that I've had, I've had enough, nothing physical, nothing dangerous, yeah. but I've had enough interactions with police to understand that like that shit is possible. Right. What happened to George Floyd is very possible. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And it's not just police people like yeah. Portland people. where we used to be. Like, oh, we got, yeah. Right? I got pulled yeah, over yeah. with Greg. Like, yeah. People shit, are like super racist. I've right, been called right. nigger walking down the street yeah. before. Oh shit! Like, I had like a white dude come up to me like, "Hey, brother," you know, it was just like, "Man, I've had I voted people, for Obama." Like, uh. <laughs> I've had a security guard. I'm like 17. Cheers. Follow me yeah. in a bookstore. I'm looking at manga. Yeah, and, and I, I had no idea to this lady walk up to the security guard and was like yelling at him because yeah, she yeah. saw him following me. So yeah, and then I've had few run-ins with like police, but obviously not to the George yeah. George Floyd right. level, but. Yeah, it's like I'm um, as an Asian Americans, I think we're effectively invisible. That's like our superpower. <laughs> we, we it's actually, like our subtle superpower is like if there's a group of cops, we like they look right through us. But that comes from like yeah. we the the narrative of us being dangerous exactly. was presented. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was never presented yeah. against Asian yeah. Americans. I mean, I period. it was I remember there's one time I was joking with Kendall. I was just like 
it, it, when he was like he dead answered me very seriously. I was like, I was like, what? You get followed around stores all the time? And he's like, yeah. And I looked at him. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's hard because like if if it never happened to you, no, no, like it's yeah. it's just hard. Yeah, it's just hard. Not like oh my god, it's hard. But it's like it's the 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 imaginary the, the imaginary is right, hard, right? right? right like because right. it's like it's hard to imagine something that you've never been through. Yeah, like, you can see it in a movie, but yeah. it doesn't mean it's a lived experience. But, yeah. So yeah. like, that's like I I struggle with the 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 false trendy word of empathy because it doesn't do that. You can yeah. think you can imagine this idea, but you don't know what it feels like. Right. And mm-hmm. so like walk like to be in my shoes which is like the definition of empathy, right, right, right which is not true you can't be in my shoes mm. it's not the same you're the portrait of of black america hasn't been painted as criminal for you mm-hmm. not you specifically but mm. you for you know the past 500 plus years right right G- arguably globally right. right so like you won't know how that feels it's an impossible thing to like comprehend mm-hmm. the mm. empathy of that get out of here like don't even try. Just right. like understand that like I'm facing something you don't know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I for me the empathy thing it's a little bullshit. It's a little disingenuous. Also, exactly. maybe I'm just being a little too I don't know calculating maybe. But you know what's even better than empathy? Cold hard cash in a warm brown hand. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so. Yeah, segue warm brown hands into warm some warm brown hands people are like oh empathy so rise i'm with you i'm like you know what's even better a thousand dollar check straight to that person i'm like that that helps i don't know about expressions of solidarity you know what helps paying my rent you know what i mean for me i able to afford food and send my kid to school like Agreed. that's what helps. so uh I don't know if you guys know a writer. Especially in America. Yeah. I mean, we Amer- do this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in America, we're like officially supposed to be secular, but there's God and then there's money, money which is better than God. But <laughs> uh, do you guys know writer Taha Nihisi Coates? He's like a, a writer for The Atlantic. He, he wrote Between the World and Me. You know? He's like the new James Baldwin, according to Toni Morrison. Oh, yeah. Oh, so anyway. Oh, I should know this. Great, great writer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen this this yeah yeah so he's uh he's be- probably become the, like the preeminent black intellectual aside from like cornell west and obama but in terms of like like pure good writing so uh i've been following him for a while now and between the world and me is fantastic um it's just, it's he writes it like a letter to his son and he explains all like the history of american brutality and violence and he's like just warning his son that you have to be careful when you step outside um great great book um but he has this huge multi-year project at the Atlantic where he dives into the history of redlining in Chicago and it's called the case for reparations. And he makes the case like, he starts out, I know all you white people are like, fuck with reparations. I'm not paying for, I didn't enslave anybody. You know what I mean? I don't know any slaves. Like my grandfather fought in the civil war. He's like, I know I accept all those realities. What I'm saying is like the federal government in the 1940s and 50s and 60s and 70s specifically and purposefully, you know what I mean, discriminated against these black people who are still alive. They're still living in Chicago right now. And he's like, we have to, and when you do somebody wrong, you have to pay them back. You know, it's like the, even the Japanese, the interned Japanese in the internment camps, Reagan, Ronald Reagan paid them each $22,000, right? Who also, he also legalized all legal immigrants in the 80s, but nobody talks about that. But um, so after reading for a bit, I realized that uh, he actually kind of made sense. Um, 
So if somebody asks me like, hey, if you will you vote for reparations? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm like, I'm for reparations. But I don't I don't want to I don't think spending time like I'm with you, empathy and all that. I don't do Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, but like, what are you gonna do about it? So this is like, man, we've been on this. I mean, Trayvon Martin died a long time ago. Like we've been on this. Like we've been asking you. We've been talking about this shit. We've been like, hear us. Mm -hmm. I'm over that shit. Pay me. Yes. Martin Luther King before he was assassinated it was like so his whole platform was was two parts civil rights the the nonviolent disobedience inspired by Gandhi was the first part and once he realized that it was going to be successful Lyndon Johnson passed the civil rights act his second part was going to be the economic justice platform which was believe it or not universal basic income he was going to propose it and it was going to pass in the universal se- basic income. What is that? Uh, so, you know, Andrew Yang, he was a presidential yeah, yeah, candidate. Yeah, yeah. So yep. his yep. whole platform was, yeah. yeah. Uh, so every American as a birthright, um, you'll receive a freedom dividend. So every, mm. every month after you turn employment, every, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> but here's the psychological deficit of unemployment. It, you know, it's going to end. So it has, it creates this, Sorry, I didn't mean to derail yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, like, it's all good. Um, yeah. uh, universal, universal basic, basic um, income. income. UBI, yeah. So it just, um, every month after you turn 18, you get paid $1,000 a month. It doesn't matter if you're unemployed, if you're a drug addict, if you have a job, if you're rich, poor, it doesn't matter. It, the government pays you $1,000 a month and it's your birthright as an American citizen because we live in a rich, compassionate society where everybody should have mm-hmm. a baseline income for living expenses, for some, you know, financial stability, dignity, right? Yeah. Dignity, yeah. humanity. Exactly. Um, and I'm like, when Andrew Yang pr- first proposed it, I was like, that's ridiculous. But then the more he kind of got into it, mm-hmm. the more it made sense. I'm like, this makes so much sense. But all I'm saying is like, uh, it has a long history. So Martin Luther King was in favor of it. It was it was going to pass in, the, in Congress, but it lost by like two votes because the Democrats wanted more the base minimum income to be more than whatever it was in the sixties. So they were like, Oh, it's fine. So, but all I'm, yeah, yeah. All I'm saying <laughs> is like, Kendall, like, would you rather have exp- ex- expressions of solidarity from white people or would you want a thousand dollars a month from the United States treasury for the rest of your life? Do you know what I mean? Like I, which, do, which would you, which, which would help you personally? Yeah. It's like after all this, I've done I've no, not that you can have both not that you can have both yeah right yeah. I've been doing this and like the 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 issue and the thing that I like really struggle with about this whole movement is that it is largely based around this idea of uh hearing like listening to black voices like mm-hmm. speaking up like mm-hmm. having some fucking sort of statement I'm like dude this is this is that shit should have happened like a long time yeah. ago yeah we're past that at this point. And the, the truth is, is reversing the things that were done in uh, early American history that detrimented our race, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to reverse those things. Most of them were capital. Yes. Were capital. Majority is capital. Oh, it's a, like. yeah, make Not money. Most. Make money. Yeah. All of it was capital. Make money. Yeah. You destroyed black businesses. You defamed black people. Made sure that they couldn't come up. Burnt down neighborhoods. Burnt down neighborhoods. Was killed Tulsa. Tulsa. Oklahoma. Tulsa. Oklahoma. Yeah. You Fuck murdered. That. Murdered. Uh, uh, coming up wealthy black men. Dispersing their family, lynching their bodies in the streets in their neighborhoods. Like you. Like those things were capital based. Period. Yeah. It's like 
we don't want to see you do better than us. So it's like, cool. Mm. We're going to talk about this now. Reverse mm. those things. Can I, can I ask you something? Yeah. So Kendall's from Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. How did you feel when that, um, what was that, uh, that monumental site was built? Where did you visit that site? The legacy memorial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to the opening. Yeah. It was huge. It was massive. Was, I was it like, the, the Birmingham jail? The, um, the garbage collector riots? Uh, no, the, the protest or? The, the Equal Justice Initiative, is just, which is a law firm in Montgomery, Alabama, who focuses on um, uh, abolishing the death penalty and mm. um, wrong incarceration and obviously civil incarceration against yeah, yeah. black mm-hmm. men mostly, but black people. Um, they did a bunch of research that uncovered, like, like start, started to plot the names and the people who were lynched after emancipation, uh, for petty crimes or, right. or nothing. Right, right. Um, so they, 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 you know, they're amounting this research, they're gaining this list and they built a memorial to those people. Um, and so like I worked on that project mm-hmm. and when it launched, I went to it and it was... It was amazing to see it happen. It was amazing to see it happen in my home state. It was amazing to see it in Montgomery, which I hate as a place. It's a terrible place. Um, but I remember the, the biggest thing that I, that I noticed or that really caught me was when I was, in, was, I was there for the, monk, for the launch, just looking around at who was there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe that. I can't believe that there's this many people who are like, engaged and aware of this Mm -hmm. and the thing that caught me was like if there's this many people that are engaged and aware why is nothing changing Mm. so i'm saying dude cold hard cash that'll definitely help i'm just that's for me maybe i'm being too cynical but i'm like no it's true yeah i'm I'm, like i don't i don't want you i mean okay you're sorry that's fine fucking pay me george floyd happened i was like money i'm i'm done with this conversation shit yeah Yeah. let's let's if you're not gonna like put like in place if you don't if people don't recognize the the truth is is like uh, okay so i haven't told i haven't told you about this i am currently working on i shouldn't say this you don't have um, to you don't have to you can maybe maybe cut it out can we give like a moment okay so silence so maybe so i'm i'm i just put together this like letter i so i showed you the letter um to nike because I have personal engagement with, with the brand, mm-hmm. I have had and will continue having, hopefully, um, creatively, work-wise, so on and so forth. Um, it's one thing I keep talking about, and it, it goes from Nike beyond to all the other companies, but this idea of a diversity hire, right? It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's prevalent, right? Mm-hmm. But what it means is that a company gets to take credit for having a certain percentage of people of color, a certain percentage of black people mm-hmm. hired at the company. And they can put those numbers up against their uh, taxes, against PR, and mm-hmm. they can say, we're doing it, mm-hmm. right? That's value to the company. But what happens when you get hired as a diversity hire, as the actual diversity hire? This right. happened at Wyden Kennedy just this year before yeah. COVID. I walk in, I'm like looking around, I see the people that are like, they're onboarding. I'm like, oh, I'm a diversity hire. 
<laughs> y'all were like, you're flexing right now. And I'm like, and on top of that, you tried to like, definitely shouldn't talk about this. Anyways, point is, is like if the company sees value in this person, they're going to take a tax cut off, off the top. They're going to be able to like, you know, parade the idea that they have 25% black, 25% people of color, then you better fucking pay me more money for it. Period. That's a simple thing to do to start to reverse right, this right. fucking concept. So can, can before, before we continue, I want to, I want to actually, before you dive into this, Dayun, because Dayun, the last two episodes, he said diversity is overrated. And to his point, what he meant was stop using it as a token, mm -hmm. right? Now, I knew that there were going to be people that are going to be like, fuck this show, blah, 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 for saying that. But he was saying it and it's, he, he gave context to it. And he was saying, stop using it as a token, as a, a, ticket, a ticket out, right? Yep. And of course, the one person that complained was a white girl. Oh, he shouldn't say that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, did you hear what he said, though? He explained it as stop using it as a way to just make it a checklist, right? But to your point, yes, if it is so valuable, put the value into it, right? You're seeing value. I should see value. Exactly. Not don't agree. don't. It's the same thing with photo shoots. Hey, um, did you get all the races in the photo? Did did we? Is it diverse enough? Did you check your list? Right. You know those people. Now I'm gonna let that you talk. Yeah. Um. No, I'm saying like, all that stuff is good. Like, fuck you. Pay me. Yeah. Put a Federal Reserve notes with Benjamin Franklin's face in my pocket right now. Right. Right. Because that'll help me. Like you feeling bad, all that subtle bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Right. Can't pay me. So what I have to ask, I just, because, I, you know, I'm calculating all that. Are you, uh, Greg, Kendall, are you guys in favor of reparations? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Then the next question is how much? So if, if, if to it passes. To be distributed across yeah, the board. To be distributed across the board. Um, and to, to, so, yeah. So, right. <laughs> now the real work begins, right? So. Let's say it's whatever, 20-something, 2020-whatever. 2020, um, the bill passes. Co Congress, uh, Senate, House, so President signs it. You know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to pay reparations for the original sin of slavery, right? If, uh, apparently, the, the definition right now is if you can prove you had one ancestor who was, uh, an, who was a slave in the United States and was freed in the Emancipation Proclamation, you are eligible to receive it. So if you're, you know, a Nigerian billionaire's daughter, you know what I mean, who's studying at Harvard, you won't get it. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, nothing against Nigerians, but they're killing it. They're like, uh, they're killing it in the United States. So um, if you're like Samoan, like, sorry, buddy, not for you. But so all I'm saying is like, if it passes, right, and we're like, ah, oh, reparations, like, how much? How do you, can you quantify human suffering? And if you can, how much is it? Yo, so in America, we can quantify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do anything. Yeah. So. Um, there's all sorts of things. There's sorts of, um, an interesting thing is uh, 40 acres and a mule, the general Sherman, after he freed Atlanta, um, and Georgia, he was like, every slave should get 40 acres and a mule, just like, to, you know, like yeah. startup capital right. kind of. Right. I mean, of course, after uh, Lincoln was assassinated and Johnson, the racist, he was a racist guy. So he, he was just like, no, just took it all away. So, uh, if you take 40 acres and a mule and you adjust it by inflation over 140, 50 years, it comes out to like, I think somewhere between like hundred dollars to $150,000. So that's like some kind of number to start with. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear, I want to hear what you guys think. Like what would be a, 
an acceptable number. An acceptable that's, that's number. That's a crazy. I would have yeah. to look into so many things. A check from the United States Treasury with a number on it. What, what would that number be? One lump sum. Give yeah. us it. Lump sum. Yeah. Greg. Yeah. Um, like, what would it take for you to feel, right. if not like? I don't even know if it's like money. Yeah. Right. I feel yeah. like it's like, 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 um, fucking land. It's a okay. space yeah. in America. Yeah. Space in America that is like uninterrupted by like that you can make your own. Yeah, that's uninterrupted by outside federal oh, influence. It's not kind of like, a, like a reservation. It's like a reservation <laughs> in like right South Dakota. Fuck South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Atlanta. Let's so give not, us, let's take Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta. I uh, it's actually I'm interesting. in Wyoming, but not Georgia, right? Because Atlanta's black, but Georgia's white. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. Or just like kick everyone out of Georgia. Right, right, right. But um uh I'm actually So you would we want land. Um, uh, that's, that's all good. It's all there's good. an I yeah. there's there is also an idea of just like the majority the so the the great migration happens, mm, right? Mm. <clears throat> Due to uh racial terror Jim Crow. that happens. Mm-hmm. Jim yeah. Crow in the South. People flee. They were fleeing fear. Sorry, they were fleeing uh, danger because of fear. And the truth is, at the same time, we lost the majority mm-hmm. in the southern states. Mm. That's that is true. That happened. And there's there is an idea of that we are dispersed so much that we don't have majority stakes anywhere really mm. in the U.S. So to be able to have a stake, have a stake. In the terms in terms of land, but also in terms of like the way this country operates. Absolutely. Like Congress, voting, like politics. Mm. Right. Like to have a community based on a in a in a full state, not in Atlanta, mm. in mm. a full state that's able to say, uh, we look out for each other. Right. That's kind of like what I think is more reparations than. Mm, mm, mm. Actual dollar amount, Greg. Almost did. Um, <laughs> Greg's like three million. So <laughs> I, I can't necessarily choose a number, but yeah. I'm going to veer off and then come yeah, back no, no, a little good. bit. I was just so, trying to like focus, yeah, yeah, yeah. like squeeze down the essence of like the, the the kind of question, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah no, it was good. So, so for me, growing up again, I didn't know I could get into footwear, fashion. You know, I didn't know that was like a job. Mm-hmm. I'm sure for Kindle, he didn't know graphic design was like a, a job. It would be dope if we can figure out how to give black kids the skill set of woodworking, art, graphic design, like not just playing sports and like music, trying to become like a rapper and shit, but right. really give kids skills so they can be on the same playing field. Open the door so they exactly. see that it's there. Mm-mm-mm. And I don't know what that kind of equates to like at the end, but... Like, it would be awesome if there's more, you know, black kids in art school. You know, how many black kids were in So kind of like that, educational yeah. opportunities, exactly. promoting, promoting like, like awareness in the communities. Exactly. Give. You know what you can do? If you had a lot of money, you could do that. Well, so like right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe a check, maybe yeah. some kind of reparation. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Just yeah. giving people, Pull together. Like, it's giving people those skill sets so they could learn how to make that money. Right. You know, mm-hmm, it would mm-hmm. be, I think that would be dope. Like oh. ge- create some kind of generational wealth. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think yeah. To to that point, it's it's like if there was a black owned 
curriculum totally. in the country. There's only there's like three. It's a monopoly that lead textbooks. They make the textbooks that go in all yeah. public. Wait, schools. wait, wait! Did you talk to like Chris Burnett about this? Yes. Me too. Oh, did you? So we had probably just had the conversation because it, it was like it was something about like McGraw Hill, right? And we're yeah. just like, Fuck why McGraw do they? Hill. Why do they have the dictation of like what it is, right? They Make, own education. They yeah. own. They own the the what what young minds know as true. But to go in deeper in this, right? Let's say the art, the art foundations, right? Mm, the creators. art schools, right? Yep. Out there in the world. Let's just say in the world, right? They're all white owned course now do you i mean like when i went to i went to school of visual arts i had two black friends jay leonard love him to death and yannick lewis i, I love them because they're just like they were the only two black kids and we got along but you think about it i should have him on the show actually mm. you know because i always i always like you guys are the only two black people i know at art school, the rest are like international Chinese kids yep. and white kids. I was a lot of people's first black friend. Oh, uh-huh, yep. yeah. That's yeah. funny. Gre- truly, Greg, Greg, truly as Greg, well. Greg, yeah, truly. Greg, you're my first black friend. <laughs> 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 but no, like, to go back to your, the, to the money thing is yeah. like. You know what you can do? Compl- like, wait. With money, these, you can start those, a school. These, <laughs> for sure. I'm just saying. But for somebody sure. also has to run that school. That's that's the hard part. But right. these billion dollar fucking corporations can give scholarships full fucking rides. Absolutely. Full rides. Why not? Why can't you? What's the what's the hold up? What's the problem? And not just one, a bunch, a fucking ton of them. Absolutely. Huge. Why are you why like another thing with Nike is like Nike doesn't take responsibility for painting the image of a basketball player is the only thing that a black person can do to be successful. They don't take responsibility for that. They, sure, everything they've done for for black culture, everything they've done for black culture, whatever, like by representing, mm-hmm. again, which is that goes, goes back to that non-monetary, non-real helpful thing. Yeah, I don't want to like, be too cynical, but yeah, for me, it's just like, it's like, truth, a, it's like a man. big, it's the truth. Un, unsaid spoken question. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you, they haven't, recognized at all that they are responsible for the image that is black people can only be successful in one way and they have the ability nike's a fucking creative company why are you not funneling black kids to your fucking to your your headquarters you should be creating paths for this to happen they're not at all non-existent nike i was i was an intern at nike greg was an intern at nike they came to my school one time they mm. never came back they never came back and i don't know why right but i do know why it's like it's atlanta it's georgia it's not ivy league it's not somewhere that they their family osu u of o you know how many fucking terrible kids they recruited from u of o tons everyone who came from u of o was a, an awful designer awful terrible terrible not worth anything i don't know if this was the experience you had in your year yeah i don't quite remember too much but i know chris burnett and i we were like the only black uh designer interns in our class which is no 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 sorry one more how many asians were there a fuck ton 
Not a fuck ton. No, and enslaved Uyghurs that are stitching together Nikes, right? <laughs> it was true though. Yeah, there was a big uh, news drop. So you know, you know the Uyghurs in no. Western China. So they're a Muslim Turkish uh, minority group in China. You don't know about Uyghurs? No. Yeah, so they occupy the entire like Western a, part of China, slang, like a giant uh, desert. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, here, sorry. Yeah. I just realized that one time I, I said Uyghurs to Uyghurs? yeah. So Ken, he started laughing because I thought he understood Uyghurs, but he thought I was saying a slang. I thought you were ah. saying a fucking. Oh no, 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 no. So they're like Muslim <laughs> kind of Turkish origin in China. China. So they're a minority okay. in China, um, but recently because of the kind of uh, friction between them and the Ch ruling communist party, which are, they're all Han Chinese, they're, which are like the ruling power. Uh, there's been a, like a series of terrorist attacks in major Chinese cities used by Uyghurs using knives. So they just start stabbing people to death. So what the communist party did is they essentially turned the entire province into a giant concentration camp. Yeah. So there's like a million it's Uyghurs, a mi a mi at least a million, million. Uygurs in concentration camps. Them. Yeah. So they do forced labor indoctrination. They're, they're forced to recite like uh, Mao proverbs and stuff. Um, and there's uh, there was an, a, a news leak uh, where they said uh, like hundreds, hundreds of American corporations, Apple, Microsoft, uh, Nike, they use their labor to yeah. create their products. So I just find, just as an aside, it's not directly pertinent to our, question, to our discussion, but it's funny that like, it's like fund uh, scholarship to a descendant of slaves using profits made by Current slaves. <laughs> and the Slave cycle labor, continues, yeah. right? Like, but they're Muslim and they're kind of brown and not Chinese. So I guess it doesn't really, yeah. People aren't, it's like still like an internal thing. Yeah. Not many people like yeah. really know about it. Yeah. 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 Like, for example, the wig, you know, the wig industry is based off of Uyghurs. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and so wait, how did they, they, how did they turn the province into concentration? They literally just uh, like they flooded it, it flooded it with uh, com uh, communist agents. And there's a, they said every 400 yards, there's a police uh, box. Yeah. And you, know, and you know, like Chinese. Police box? Like a, like a, like a, just like, like, a, like a box like that they sit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every 400 yards. Yeah. So, you know, oh my God, it's yeah. crazy. Is I did, the, I did a project in Birmingham to like, pl I plotted all of the uh, police stations. Yeah. And they usually, they took over, like, not took over, but like, they were in places that were next to inner city schools. Yeah. Mm. Like, next door. And I was like, what? Do you know why they do it? Because it works. That's on purpose. <laughs> yeah. That's on purpose. Yeah. That's on purpose shit, right? Yeah. yeah. So, the, you guys know about like all Chinese tech and AI and machine learning. I don't know if you guys like heard of that, like facial recognition systems. So the Chinese are actually world, like pretty much world leaders now in facial recognition systems because they tested it out in that province. Because yeah. the, every every single uh, person living there, they have to get a, a, ret a retinal scan, face scan, and like fingerprints. Part scan. of the yeah the oppression exactly, and like they systematically export people out of the out of the province to work in other provinces but to like kind of track. yeah, and then they uh, they incentivize Chinese Chinese Han Chinese people to marry in Xinjiang to kind of like dilute. Yeah. And they're like, you're not allowed to wear burqas, you're not allowed that's, to recite the Quran, blah, blah, blah. So they're trying to like... Pillaging, raping shit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. They're like, over a century, they're not even going to be Muslim anyway, yeah. so let's just keep it on nice and tight yeah, under yeah. control. I mean, there's one thing communists, they know how to do, it's like the mechanisms of power. And like, yeah. They're, they're good. They're very, very... I have to be like, I'm impressed. It's fucked up, totally fucked dark, up, but like, evil, it's like, they are, they are effective. Effective, but very like, effective. It's, how do you... So I'm not... I've. I've seen a few TikToks or whatever, but you know, now TikTok's being banned across uh, the yeah, US military. Yeah, yeah. Apple wants to ban it. So Google sad. wants to ban it. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Donald Trump wants to ban it. You know, mm. I'm just like, huh, because, you know, it's, it's Chinese owned, right? Um, there was a girl that actually did a protest on her TikTok. So she made it look like she's doing like a regular makeup TikTok. Mm. But as she was doing it, she started say like basically talking about the Uyghur genocide. Mm, they found it within like an hour and it yeah. shut down her TikTok. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now there's videos of the police. They bust into the door as the person's live streaming, talking shit about the government, and then oh, really? they, and yeah, then yeah, it yeah. just they cuts. disappear. Yeah. So, uh, just a disclosure to any CCP agents listening: I love China. China's no, China number one. Uh, Xi, China number one. <laughs> Everyone say it. Xi Dada does not look like Winnie the Pooh at all. He's a great <laughs> Chinese leader in the mold of Mao and Deng Xiaoping. Long live, long live the CCP. Long, long live Mao. So, anyway, now that we said that, yeah, Nihama, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh yeah so uh, uh that's like a long long f- uh, tangent to like what you guys are talking about but it's, I, I, it's like there's like there's a connection yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, we, we it's started funny. off yeah. talking about this there is some sort of like weird yeah like evil intent like yeah. federal oppression yeah that has like absolutely please send me that link later um, oh yeah sure sure secretly yeah no no it's all good encrypted what? whatsApp only yeah. use WhatsApp I don't even talk Wait, about what link. <laughs> yeah, what language? No, pen and paper. Pen and paper. Don't use. I'll send the Pony Express just to be sure. Yeah, don't use yeah. Facebook Messenger anymore. It's uh, not encrypted. Unless you're encrypted. I have never been on board with Facebook Messenger. I mean, it's been interesting. I mean, I feel like you guys should be on come ongoing guests on this show if you guys are down. Whenever you're free, we're all unemployed, bro. So I know. Yeah, <laughs> UI. Hopefully, they extend it. Please extend it. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I would love you guys to have be on as continual guests or just people on this. I think we should get more people that would be interesting to talk to. I would actually, my, we we were saying like the one girl that like, well, the few people that don't like the show, I would love to have a conversation with them. You know, like yeah, why? Yeah, bring them on. I'm like, I totally, but I, I, get, but I guarantee, yeah. guarantee they'd be too afraid to. Uh, like, no, it's fine. Of course, man. Talk about it. These were non-confrontational, like yeah. period. Yeah. They don't want to, well. It's not just that. It's also that like people's perspectives aren't actually like that s- strong. No. So like when when you hear this like oh I'm like talking I'm like commenting on like something you've said, mm. right? It's like oh you actually don't have anything to say because you're fucking hitting me with a bunch of articles that yeah, you've yeah, read, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is not your actual personal yeah, belief yeah, yeah. built from your experience in life, you know? That's what I that's what I struggle with about this um this uh whatever culture we're in right now right. is like nobody is looking in deeper context of anything nobody is like trying to have a statement that is theirs they're not like and that's why when you know yeah going off now no 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 like, yeah, you're, when it comes to the anime thing i'm like it frustrates me that people are now like capitalizing on right, like, oh, right. I'm into anime it's like no dude, i had no, to hold weren't. that shit to me like i had to hold that shit down for myself because it was mine i had to be like oh people don't understand this so i'm gonna like keep this you're just mad because they're making money and you're not. Now it's <laughs> shit. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Reparations. Dude, I'm telling you. I mean, you got yeah. It's circle back to that. But I, I mean, out of like again, I would love you guys to be on the show again or just constantly. I think that that being said, because you know when we first had this idea of like mere podcasts, I still thought of you guys. I want you guys to be part of it. You know. But secondly, out of all this whole conversation, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's fucking... I can eat for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a quarter million dollars. Got it. All right, okay. cool. Uh, to be honest, if yeah. I was to throw a number out, it'd have to be something that's like investable. 
to be honest. Mm. So like, it it can't be like 150. Mm. No, but I think is just enough to like buy a house. Okay, so not 150. But I think that's less than a million, right? Five. Less than five. Five hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. Maybe 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 it's like I think back to your point. I think it's something in equity. Maybe it's land plus monetary. Why not that? Or if you live in Georgia, some shares of Coca Cola, maybe. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, I was so again. Talking to like, I've been talking, got people in advertising that like Facebook is like, oh, we need to do something. We've taken so long. We don't, we haven't done anything yet, mm-hmm. but I shouldn't say this again, <laughs> but like I'm talking to a friend who's like, we have to pitch ideas. And I'm like, yo, you could give fucking Facebook shares. Yeah. Yeah. A share to one person, not a share. It'd have to be like a hundred shares, but like a hundred free shares yeah. or something. That's worth, that's something that they can sit on that will be like equity later. Period. I mean, even if Facebook goes down and tanks in terms of like public appearance, their stock price will still rise. But you know, <laughs> but you know, but you know what also like is interesting about that is it forces the person to then understand equity trading, exactly all that it stuff. Teaches you know? something at the same time. Even if they fuck up, if they, they still learn. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like right. And I think those are the things that like companies and people need to be thinking about, and not this fucking empathy bullshit. Yeah, it's not a real. I don't th- like if someone's not giving me real money. I don't think it's like a real sacrifice. You're talking Straight even up. if it shares. Oh no, it shares. Yeah, shares that's that's a right. true. That that's a real. That's a real tangible thing. Yeah. Right. But all the other stuff, yeah. all the posters and hashtags and and conversations, conversations and walking down yeah, the street and uh, book book clubs and Oprah bullshit, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like, they have to pay rent. I need to eat. I need to put food in my mouth that will sustain my life with money right. that I do not have. Right. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do about it? Right. Like give like, fuck you. This pay this, me. This oh, is fuck this, you pay me. Yeah. This is just one last thing. I just remember talking to Leslie years ago, you know, during the Syrian incident and refugees I had a younger assistant. She's like, we need to take in Syrian refugees and blah, 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 and do this. And I was like, okay, how would you do that? And then because I questioned it, she's like, are you against me? I'm like, no, I want to know how you want to do that. And she's like, well, we should take him in, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, how about this? If you agree to this, you have to take in a Syrian refugee, a family of four. You have to feed them, pay for them, and give them a monthly allowance of this. You, that's what you have to do. And she's like, I can't do that. I would just want to support and do it. And she's like, I was like, so how do you want to do it then? She's like, I don't know. The government needs to figure it out. I was like, well, where do you think your taxpayer money would go? Like so just imagine it that way. She could not fathom that idea, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure she has plenty of space. You can fit like she had three fit, dogs. You can, fit, you can fit 15 Mexican people in a basement in Corona. You know what I mean? Like fucking, you can fit a lot of people in a small amount of space. Yeah, you can adopt those refugees. And do it. Yeah, but I'm like, can't just say like I support it and put it off on like whoever else to figure it out. It's like no. But I don't know if that's gonna affect their life positively in the long run or exactly. my life or my neighbors or my family so it's i'm like, like do no harm it's it's like it's <laughs> i don't know no no it's like the, the un good good luck no, yeah. no, no, no. it's one of those things it's yeah. like you know when the north koreans are saved by south koreans but the south koreans still put them into like this this area area yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the north koreans are like i'm unhappy some north koreans some north koreans they actually they're kind of like nostalgic they're like kind of want to go back to north korea like this weird capitalism bullshit. Like yeah, they're not I, used to it. Where like nobody talks, nobody cares about me. Nobody talks, like nobody believes in anything, but like working and making money. So, uh. <laughs> At least North Korea, there you can, you have, there, you know, there's something to believe in. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. 
Not that I mean North Korea is fucking shithole. I hope, yeah, but Christianity Kim, Kim family too. they all die. Yeah. <laughs> are you mocking? Are you mocking Jesus? Oh, fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows it's all about Muhammad. Peace be upon. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Anyway, guys, let's get something to eat. Thank you for listening, and we'll have you guys come back on soon. Pay me. <laughs> Pay me. Thanks for listening to Much About Nothing.